Yo, is this thing on? What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Alt Spread Podcast, episode 38, NFL Week 1. It is the Tuesday night before the first game on Thursday, Bucks cowboys We are very excited to be back with NFL. We're not starting at like week 7 like we did last year in October. Uh, we're starting fresh, week 1, bet every game, picking every game this whole year. We're very excited. Uh, gonna go over lines, props. Also, we're gonna do our fantasy talk that we yeah we uh, uh, we've hinted, hinted at we hinted at a little bit of fantasy talk here. We actually have a special guest, Howie, um, who he's will been be on here. The pod before. He's been here before. Um, Howie will be here to talk our fantasy league as well. He's in the league, so he has firsthand advice or uh, not information. Yeah, he can talk his team a little bit more. We're also all three in the same dynasty league. If we want to bullshit with that. But so we'll do a brief fantasy breakdown, picks, uh, props. How we will have some season-long bets and and stuff that we've already talked about, but he hasn't been on for. But without anything else, we're just gonna hop right into it. We're very excited for NFL Week One, so let's get going. Let's go. Alrighty, so we teased it enough talking about fantasy the last month briefly. Uh, we got three of us in a league of 10, or 12 rather, for uh, redraft year, standard league. Myself, Bobby, and Howie here. We're also three of 10 in a dynasty league. That maybe saw our first dynasty league for all three of us, or at least me and Bobby, I don't know. So, yes, yeah, okay. first dynasty league for us three. So, Maybe just do a kind of brief breakdown of our thought process or the draft, but it's just a little segment we wanted to bullshit with, and uh, having, what, a quarter of the league we can do. So I, we'll just start with that and bullshit. We didn't get to welcome back Howie to but the yes, podcast here. Welcome back, of course, Howie. Welcome back, Howie. Hey, good to be back. It's uh, been too long. Been, we were hoping Almost to have Travis, but life You're gets here, in what, the way. For the, the Titans, was it the playoff? Wild card or yeah, we we did right before the playoffs. We did a playoff preview. Um, I unfortunately correctly predicted the Ravens whooping that (laughs) ass in the playoffs. I just my boys were a little too confident going into that divisional round. I knew I knew it wasn't good. Yeah, sometimes you gotta put the fandom aside to make some money. Yeah, I know very much how that feels with betting against Nebraska and the Yanks are sliding. Don't don't touch the Yanks. But (laughs) we'll start with the redraft league. To brag, I've won three of the last four years, but new year, new if, year. If you win this one and make it uh, three straight, because you won back to back too, Travis said he's kicking you out of the league. So. I've been I've been told that if I win this year, I'm kicked out. So I'm shooting for second place. But uh, oh, he's just preparing now yeah, for when he yeah, loses yeah. the league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had excuse. yeah, I had, you had second pick, correct? How he had second pick, Bobby had third, I had fourth. If you want to break down your team, kind of your thought process and. Yeah, so... uh Let's see what we're doing here. Yeah, so I had second pick overall. Um, first pick was no surprise. Um, Joe had the first pick. He's a Vikings fan. Knew beforehand he was going Dalvin Cook, which... Nope. So, kind of helps. You know, in, a, in standard scoring, I decided to go with Derrick Henry. Obviously, a little bit of fandom, but also my thought process behind going Henry over McCaffrey was just I know he's going to be on the field for all 17 games, and... 
I know the touchdowns are going to be there, and it's not PPR, so I don't have to worry about catching passes or any of that nonsense. So that is true. Okay. Well, see, I had third pick, Bobby here. I uh, I knew that Howie was going with um, Henry there. Actually, I, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't think. I did not. You, yeah. I did not know that whatsoever. I spent three weeks preparing who to take at number three, whether it was Kamara or uh, Henry or whoever, and then. McCaffrey fell into my lap at number three, so I had no choice but to take the consensus number one overall, uh, McCaffrey. So I'm kind of uh, in a in a standard league. Didn't make a ton of sense, but um, I think that with with his amount of carries coming back off of a like a non like a not terrible injury, I think that he could do really well here. What's funny is had I told myself too. Had Joe taken McCaffrey number one overall, I was going Cook over Henry at two. <laughs> so then you would have probably gone Kamara. I don't know if yeah, I don't you know if I, I was taking Henry. I, I think, think so. I don't know. I had Henry last year. I traded for him, and he did very well for me. But going three years in a row, doing extremely well, I don't know if I would uh, go with Henry again. That's fair. Yeah. Sam, where'd you draft? I drafted fourth, oh, and really? I went bold, and I had the shock of the first round. I don't like taking guys back-to-back years, and uh, Kamara won me the league last year. I drafted him at fourth overall last year, so I went with a personal pick, kind of ballsy. I took Aaron Jones at four. It was just personal feeling. I think he could do what Kamara did for the Saints last year, but for the Packers, obviously. Uh, I just, I, I wanted him. I tried to move back as much as I could, but couldn't get a trade done, so I just decided, you know what, fuck it. Have some fun. Take Aaron Jones. Not that. Fun Not the fact. end of the world. Fun fact. Aaron Jones is who I traded for Henry last year. That is true. And I was uh, I was down on Aaron Jones last year, and he did well again. So Yeah, Sam uh, called him a, yeah. a touchdown machine, I think. He said touchdown he only... Dependent. I, yeah. hand, I handpicked Aaron he Jones He only scores touchdowns. And that was at four. So then on the, on the turn back, I picked first between us three. And Kelsey fell to 21, so I snagged Kelsey there. Uh, couldn't let him pass. I was, I honestly, when I found out I had the fourth pick, I debated Kelsey at four. So to get him at twenty-one was just yeah, too good to be true. Made up the value there. Had, had to go there. Second time around there. Um, who did I take second time around here? Uh, was it? I don't even know my order. Was it Ridley? Yeah. Was it Ridley? I took uh, Calvin Ridley second time around. That was one of my targets going into the draft. So I was quite happy to have him fall into my lap there. Um, doesn't. I mean, they got uh, they got rid of Julio, not got rid of, but they traded Julio away, so Calvin Ridley falls into the wide receiver one slot there, so I like that pick there. Yeah, and when it got to me for my second pick at 23rd overall, I was debating between two receivers, went with Justin Jefferson um, as my wide receiver one, and then two picks later it you know rolls back to me. The two receivers I was debating between – and all my prep was, okay, when it gets to me at 23rd overall for my second pick, I'm going either Justin Jefferson or A.J. Brown. Well, obviously went Derrick Henry in the first round, so I didn't want to have my RB1 and wide receiver one beat both Titans. Well, took Jefferson 23rd, and then it rolls back to me in the third round, A.J. Brown's still there. So I was like, well, shit, I can't exactly pass on him in the third round. So kind of... I mean, a lot of fandom obviously knowing what they can do and being a Titans fan, but I was just like, you know, if I'm going to have two Titans on my team, it might as well be their two best yeah, players. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. True. Besides maybe Julio. 
I mean, you guys got Julio. That's now. the thing is, I mean, yeah, we have Julio now, but I'm thought, gonna I'm gonna be honest. I think everyone inside that building knows that AJ Brown is the wide receiver one. He would probably he's probably the only one that would defer and say Julio's probably. You know, he's on record saying Julio's the goat, though. I mean, yeah. that's that's his guy. So. I also have a small bone to pick real quick. Didn't you guys both tell me that Tannehill was the MVP of the team last year? Yes. Yeah, And absolutely. you're telling me he's not even top three on the team? No. I mean, if, if you're going <laughs> no, to No, he can no, be the MVP be the... without being the best player. Right. So Tom he... Brady's not the best, pl- not the best football okay. player yeah. on okay. the Bucks or the I just had to mention yeah. that. Yeah. My uh, next pick was Darren Waller. No-brainer after Sam takes uh, Kelsey. I had to get a tight end. So... I went Darren Waller. I think that uh, Las Vegas offense is going to be a powerhouse, and he's obviously the number one target there. So, went with him. So coming back, I snagged. Uh, I was waiting. I figured Bobby goes Waller, so that was fine with receivers. Um, whoever picked two picks took Kittle and like a running back, so I was fine there. Uh, but Howie took Jefferson and Brown. I was fine with whoever I got. One of them of the three receivers. Ended up being Terry McLaurin. Uh, I'm very happy with that. I think Washington's offense is going to be improved. Terry McLaurin's going to probably see like a 30% target share. Uh, he's got Fitzmagic pushing the ball to him downfield. So really like Terry McLaurin as the pick there. And then what was it? Will it be me again? I don't know. Are we going to go through the whole draft? Well, we'll just do our starters and then we can quickly go oh, through okay. the bench. Yeah, um, so yeah, it would have been you again because you yeah, yeah. drafted obviously third out of us in the third round. Oh, yeah, went you're to right. You, your fourth round pick. Coming back on the fourth, didn't think he'd be there, but Dave Montgomery slipped me, so I had to take him. And I'll just speed it up a little bit. And then uh, fifth round, snagged Amari Cooper on the hook. Uh, so I had Jones, Montgomery, McLaurin, Cooper, and Kelsey in the f- first five rounds. Very ecstatic with that. Can't really go wrong there. All right, I'm going to hop into mine here. My, I don't know what order they went in specifically, but I got DJ Moore at wide receiver. Consistent uh, consistent production there. I had him last year, I'm pretty sure. He, consistent, uh, how many times can I say consistent? Say consistent. Uh, but he gets great yards. He's the number one target there, in my opinion, beside Robbie Anderson. Um, and then I got Raheem Mostert. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. I reached for a quarterback there, but I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a great year. Uh, got a little chip on his shoulder. And then Ronald Jones is my flex there at running back. Gets the touchdowns and the some yards. And Brown's defense. And you want me to say my kicker? Doesn't really matter. Greg Zwerlein. <laughs> Greg the leg. Greg the leg, baby. Went to UNO. Yeah, so uh, my fourth round pick was Miles Sanders just I mean he's there by that point I needed I needed RB2 Miles Sanders you know is an RB1 on his team so I was like you know I need a second running back so I got to go with him now before any of the other ones are gone and then it wrapped back around for my fifth round pick and sniped uh, Justin Herbert from Sam you sure fucking did so I knew uh I knew he wasn't gonna be there much longer and a couple QBs had already gone off the board so I was like man I can I can get a solid one here in the fifth round. So, took Herbert and then ended up grabbing uh, my current flex, uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. from the Rams, obviously with Cam Akers going down. But that was pre-Sony Michelle trade. So, now if Michelle takes some carries from him, I'm going to be pissed off. Um, Tyler Higby's my tight end, which 
I mean, we've discussed a little on the side here I'm not happy with anymore. But uh, went Titans defense because I think they're going to be much improved. Um, finally got a pass rush. Um, and, a, I'm, and I'm a homer every year with my defense. I just like that having the true. Titans. So, uh, Graham Gano, irrelevant as my kicker. doesn't really matter. Um, brief update. Brief update. I, I picked up Michelle. His points dropped down a point, and Henderson's went up a point to, tonight. I think. Oh, okay. On in that, projections. I think, I think Michelle is going to score the touchdowns, and uh, Henderson's going to get the yards. Mm, which that'll, which that'll you don't like to out. see. That'll, that'll piss the guy. I'd rather have that's that'll my, piss uh, us both off. Yeah. <laughs> that's my prediction here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, do you guys want to go over benches, or do you care? Yeah, I'll snag. I, I was last to take a quarterback once I got sniped on Hertz or Herbert. I waited. There was 12 quarterbacks I would have been happy with, and there was between Brady and Hurts. Brady went a couple picks before me, so I snagged Jalen Hurts. I like the rushing upside. Uh, I'm not in the uh, brief minority that thinks he's going to be, not be the starter after like three or four games, but I, I like Hurts' upside. I can always snag a, a Kirk Cousins, a Matt Ryan off waivers. Uh, current flex is Antonio Brown. Uh, I think he was being incredibly undervalued, and... Uh, can take some targets. He's a Tom Brady personal favorite. Defense is Dolphins defense. I just think they're solid. And then I'll start the bench and we'll just run through it. I got Javante Williams. Very excited about that pick. If he breaks out, he'll be uh, sitting pretty at flex. Zach Moss, I think he'll ultimately take the starting job in Buffalo. Was very high on Michael Carter. Confidence is going down low, but it's keeper league anything after round uh, five. So I got him in like round eight or nine. So if he breaks out, I can keep him. A.J. Dillon, because uh, handcuffed Aaron Jones. Darnell Mooney, uh, breakout. I think he'll break out a little bit better with uh, Justin Fields. Picked up Sony Michelle. And then I had Michael Pittman, but dropped him from Brian Edwards. Uh, Brian Edwards is probably going to be the wide receiver one out in Vegas. Probably second target share behind Darren Waller. Uh, Vegas is high on him. They're willing to cut John Brown. So I'd rather... Uh, Bet on uh, Brian Edwards and Michael Pittman right now. Ooh, I would disagree on that, but uh, <laughs> that's uh, my I'm in leagues and you win three and eleven. My bench, uh, I'm I got Cortland Sutton, the uh, Broncos wide receiver two at the moment, I would say, but he was wide receiver one before Jerry Judy was a thing in the NFL. So yeah, so he's coming off injury, but if you've seen, he's an incredible athlete. So I like that pick. I did. Um, Kenny Galladay kind of fell into my lap uh, late rounds. I had no choice but to take him there. Um, I got Alexander Madison. I got Dalvin Cook's handcuff. I like that one a lot. DJ Chark. There's always a chance he takes over for LaVisca. Actually, he doesn't even take over, but he takes the job from LaVisca Chenault. Takes the wide receiver one. Deep threat with Trevor Lawrence there. I got uh, Chuba Hubbard. I don't know if it's Chuba or Chuba. Chuba. Chubba, yep. Chubba Hubbard, out of Oklahoma State, running back prospect last year was very high ranked, kind of fell a little bit. I like him. He's uh, reason I took him is he's McCaffrey's handcuff. Um, could uh, do well there. Jamal Williams, out of Detroit. I think that's a good, good pick. Yeah, DeAndre uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift, right? Yeah, yeah. DeAndre Swift's uh, names are hard. handcuff there. I never know first names. And then Jacoby Myers could Solid be the pick. Patriots' uh, wide receiver one there. He is. I think he is solidified. Yeah. Um, my bench, I uh, grabbed T. Higgins. Uh, I mean, solid year last year. I 
I know they have Tyler Boyd and uh, Jamar Chase, but I think, um, I mean, Chase has apparently Chase, had a. I think little, Chase is going to start drop. slow. Yeah, I mean, he's had a had a case of the drops in preseason and in uh, minicamp and stuff. And I uh, don't know if it's true. I've heard two stories of it that potential domestic violence. With Jamar, Jamar Chase? Chase? Yes. Whoa. All right. And it came out around the drop time. Okay. So, we, I mean, I don't know if his head's all in it, but hasn't been confirmed. I've just seen it a little bit. I don't yeah, know. We're, the, we're, not, we're not breaking news I, here. Not breaking, not news, breaking news, but I have heard it. I don't know the validity to it, mm, so I'm not going to make any like, judgments. Seems like they almost should have taken Panay Sewell. No, well, if you uh, <laughs> would pay attention, Panay Sewell and Jamar Chase have been the two worst rookies graded in preseason, so I don't know. <laughs> Huh. We'll, well, we'll find out we'll, here. We'll, right, we'll, here we go. we'll come to see. Uh, grabbed uh, LaVisca Chenault from uh, the Jags. I just think he's going to you know, have a have a little bit of a breakout this year um, in a what I expect to be a pass-heavy offense with... Uh, no, yeah, no Travis Etienne. Yeah, with, with Etienne out in, in Jacksonville and, you know, the golden boy at uh, quarterback. Yeah, he took Pony Boy. Might as well yeah. use him. Um, Corey Davis uh, on my bench as well. Wide receiver one in, uh, with the Jets. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, the rookie there can get him the ball. Someone's got to catch passes. All right, somebody. Uh, I took James Conner, um, now with Arizona, and, uh, you know, Chase Edmonds over there. Who really knows what the running back situation is in Arizona? Right. Edmonds will probably be the feature back, but for a bench option, um, went with James Conner. Devontae Booker, I took late. My last pick, my last position pick of the regular, of the uh, draft, because we were unsure at the time if, Saquon was going to play. Now it's looking like Saquon's on track, so I'll probably give Booker a couple weeks before I drop him. Um, or maybe just hang on to him and wait for Saquon's knee to give out. Yeah. Um, so I actually drafted Rashad Bateman and Herb Smith Jr. Both now are on the IR. So went ahead and grabbed uh, Tyrell Williams, wide receiver in Detroit, and Terrace Marshall Jr. in Carolina, who Sam and I are both really high on. Yes. Um, so that... Uh, that wraps up my fantasy squad, and for at least our standard league. Yes. So that this is our standard redraft league, uh, fifty dollar buy in, twelve teamer. Uh, I don't know how long it's been going. This will be my fifth year in it. Uh, I do brag, so I got thir- first, third, first, first. It's yeah. This league. <laughs> so this league, I've been in since the uh, since the beginning. We have been going now. This I think is year ten or eleven. So and I've been in it four years. This will be my fifth year. Yeah. So this and this this, been, is, this should be Bobby's second year in it. Yeah. This league's been going solid, going strong. We've had to, obviously a little uh, turnover, little turnover in in members, which is it's good to weed out some of the guys who kind of give up after you know a we, few weeks yeah. and or never pay their league dues or the guys who draft quarterbacks in the first round. It's always good to get them out of the league. Yeah. You want to slowly break away from that. I mean, I, I mean, I don't mind if they want to do it. It just makes my team better. But slowly yeah. wean those guys out. Uh, we did jump up from to twelve teams this year, which yeah. I have never played a twelve team, so it was a little different. But not as happy with my squad as I have been in the past. But went with the statement pick and Aaron Jones. ESPN does this thing where they rank teams for finishing the year. Uh, Howie's team ended up second. Uh, I ended up fourth and Bobby fifth. There's eight playoff teams, so we should all be dancing if everything goes well. Just gotta make it. Just gotta make it to the dance. Yeah, me. Uh, I do like our adjusted uh, playoff format now. I do as well. 
Uh, it's so what, be... eight teams. Um, we were playing, it's four teams, and, and two then week it's two weeks, week. and it would go into week 17. So, like, starters are out week 17. So, you're, I remember a couple of years ago, like, fucking Justin Forsett was like. Week 18 now because of 17 game? Season, I think we're not right? playing week 18, though. Right, right. I'm saying we, we go through week 17, right? Yeah. Okay. But, like, well, yeah, when we went through week 17 last year, we were playing into the last week of the season, and big-name starters are sitting for the playoffs and this and that. So this year we're starting the playoffs with eight teams. I think it's one round, one yeah, week. Yeah, one, one round playoff matchups, which I like way better than yeah. two weeks because, you know. The, it's one week. You never know. Yeah, you never it's know. It's one I mean, week. It's fantasy football. It's a one-week affair. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're bre- we'll be ending by week 17. So week 18 won't fuck anyone over. And, uh it wouldn't have mattered last year anyway because Alvin Kamara scored six touchdowns for me. But it's going to be a little change, but it's a change that needed to happen, and we've been advocating for it for a little while. Uh, as far as the Dynasty, it's our first time doing it, so we'll probably just run through it a little quickly. It's a brand-new Dynasty League. We aren't at all exactly optimistic on the length of the league lasting, but uh, I had the third pick. I don't. What'd you I have? I had seven. Bobby had seven, and what'd you have? I had eight. And how he had eight. And this is a ten-man league as well. Yeah, ten-man league, so a little bit different. And this is PPR. Um, I'll just read my full squad, and if anything needs explained, I'll, I'll explain a little bit. I got Kyler Murray, Delvin Cook, Antonio Gibson, AJ Brown, uh, my personal favorite receiver this year, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Lavisca Chenault. Brandon Ayuk, you sniped from me. Yeah, I've been. I was got sniped on Ayuk in the. In the standard league, I'm extremely high on Ayuk. I, I think he's the best uh, wide receiver in the San Fran out there. Snag Noah Fant and uh, Devontae Smith for very good value. Defense and kicker really doesn't matter in Dynasty. Uh, got Trey Sermon, was, got sniped on him in the standard league, was excited to get him. Uh, got Darnell Mooney and Michael Carter again. Uh, added Terrace Marshall in this league. Got Justin Fields late. Amonra St. Brown, who I'm high on, could be wide receiver one in Detroit. Uh, by week five, even really could be this year's Justin Jefferson. Just look out, uh, Cole Komet, uh, because I'm not exactly sold on Noah Fant, so I want to have another one there. He's young, and then I got Irv Smith on the IR. Okay, my uh, my dynasty league lineup here looks like uh, I got Justin Herbert, who I sniped from Howie, and then I've got Javante Williams, Damian Harris, Devonte Adams, who I took first round. Because my uh, Jonathan Taylor did not fall to me at number seven, and then I got Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, who was a. Both of those were quite big targets for me, and then Mike Gesicki at tight end, Jamar Chase. Uh, um, the Rams defense. I'll go with the, all that shit, and I got uh, Blankenship at kicker, and then Michael Pittman Jr. Um, Jacoby Myers, Jalen Rager, Kadarius Toney, Marquise Brown, and Mark Ingram. And uh, Mark Ingram was a pickup. Or, no, he was not a... Who was a pickup? He was your last pick. No, I, yeah, he was my last pick. I got Cam Akers, too, for a keeper. in Because it's a dynasty league. Yeah, that's one thing we didn't touch on with uh, our, our regular... Oh, yeah. Um, Standard league is we added this is the first year we're doing a keeper in that league too so anything drafted sixth inning and or sixth inning sixth uh, round and beyond you can keep so that'll be interesting there um, yeah for this dynasty uh, league 
tried to keep my team as young as possible with the hopes that this league kind of keeps going after more than a year, but right. you just never know with these things. Um, Jalen Hurts is my QB, my running backs. Uh, Zeke, who I drafted eighth overall. Um, Austin Eckler. Um, those two, a lot of a lot of it having to do with the fact that it's PPR. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Debo Love Samuel. Him. If that dude can stop fucking dropping the pass, he's going to catch 110. I think he's in a monster year. If he, if, he, if he gets over the yips, he'll catch 110 balls this year. Yeah, I think he's going to have a monster year. I think Big Ben coming back. I feel like they've been working. Um, I just feel like Juju's like just going to weed himself out there. Slowly. Slowly. Just. Even though he decided to come back. He got a big offer from the Ravens. He got a big offer from the Chiefs. But he personally decided to come back to the Steelers. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. mad as a Steelers fan. Yeah. If he if he is willing to commit to football and kind of toss some other shit beside TikTok, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if if he commits to football, he can be a thousand yard receiver. We've seen it, but yeah, yeah. Then, with wide receiver uh, talent there, he can do something. But. Yeah, this doesn't uh, really play well into the fact that it's dynasty. But Julio Jones was there late because a lot of these older receivers were just getting passed up on, and I was like, well. I'm going to focus on winning maybe this year too, so I'll take Julio later. Um, Darren Waller at tight end is one of my favorite picks. Great pick. Uh, Miles Gaskin is in my flex right now. Uh, defense and kicker, kind of irrelevant in a dynasty, but uh, Titans defense again because that, those are my boys. I'm going to roll with them. Um, Tristan Vizcaino, kicker from uh, the Chargers. Probably no one, not many people have probably even heard of him. Um, they cut Badgley and decided to roll with this dude. Badgley um, was ass this offseason. Yeah. Uh, Henry Ruggs, Tyler Boyd, uh, Cortland Sutton, DJ Chark, Russell Gage. Uh, I love Russell Gage. Ramondre Stevenson. Love that pick as well. And then I uh, went with Tony Pollard, <coughs> last pick, um, last position player pick, just to have a cuff for Zeke in case something were to happen. But that's the Dynasty squad. and Good to hear. We always, all got always loved the cuff. Yeah, we got all three of us got sniped bad in the dynasty league. Yeah, I got yeah, sniped my, by the same guy back to back rounds. My league went terrible, or my uh, yeah. my draft went terrible in that uh, that league. And I'll pull that up. ESPN isn't really aware that it's a dynasty league, so so the way that it's, they weren't in the draft either. Yeah, the rankings were just. I don't know if you can set it up that way, but I'm ranked seventh. Bobby's ranked tenth, and what's your name? Uh, my name in that league, I just backed out of it. Is love my Johnson hurts her Waller, and his and your ninth. So like, wow. we definitely thought more long term, and it doesn't really reflect on ESPN because it's not showed as like a dynasty league or anything. But well, it's a week five, and Mike I Davis am, isn't starting anymore. I am extremely <laughs> like Sam said. Yeah, uh, that's my hot take. Uh, I'm extremely happy with the team, with the squad that I ended up with. Um, finally can put these guys to the test in a dynasty league, so fuck it. I don't care if ESPN thinks I'll finish 7th this year. Yeah, I mean... I like my squad. Who knows? I mean, ESPN projected me at, like, ninth last year, and what did I finish, ninth? Yeah. <laughs> but they also projected me first last year, and I just ran the table the whole year. <laughs> still, I'm still mad about that. I've had two separate times in that league where I went undefeated in the regular season and lost in the first round of the playoffs both times, and Sam finally completes the undefeated season. Went undefeated last year. It's shout out last, to Mara, last year. Sam was giving me shit all right I told before you the your season. Team sucked. He said, "You're you know you're ranked ninth. I was like, yeah, I like my draft though. I think Clyde Edwards-Helaire is going to go off. He didn't. 
Man, what about <laughs> maybe the most overdrafted person in fantasy football history last year? Well, Clyde. Clyde. Yeah, yeah Bobby took him first round. Yeah, I read. No, him. and a lot of people did that. He was hey, but if it worked out, you'd, it'd be a whole different story. That's true. <laughs> but you know I what they say: you can't win drafts in the first lo- in the talented. first round, but you can certainly lose them. Yep. And uh, you went Clyde. And talented went. running back. I took a risk offense. with Aaron Jones. We'll see. I took Aaron Jones over Zeke. Not over falling Camaro, for the Chiefs' over... offense this year. Right. I mean, what what do you think is more disappointing in fantasy history? A, or maybe not more disappointing, but less reliable. A Patriot running back or a Chiefs running back? Because with the Chiefs, you just know they're going to pass. That's true. All game, every game. But with the Patriots, with the you Patriots just never know which one's going to. Yeah, be. you never know. Yeah. So yeah, Jonas I mean, Gray. Right. They're going to give you three <laughs> touchdowns, but it's not going to be the one you think. I'd rather have the Chiefs running back, especially if it's like Clyde. Yeah. It's PPR. Yeah. If it's yeah, personally, if it's PPR. I would prefer Chiefs, but I would avoid both because Clyde burned me. So. I like Clyde this year. I want to do. I want to snag him. I would take him lower, lower in the draft. Yeah, not but fifth I, overall. I wouldn't yeah. even take him first two rounds. Now well, I would. I would. I would have taken him at twenty-one if Kelsey wasn't there and Clyde was. I definitely would have. I can it, see it. We went through my mind. There. I can respect that. Yeah. So we're excited for fantasy. That's finally breaking out. I'm playing Antonio Brown on Thursday. So go All off, right. please. Yeah. I'm. I'm playing Howie Week One in the. Uh, in our standard, in our, redraft. our standard yeah. redraft, so I think I have. We are long for the second straight year. Open. I'm projected up. for like the second most points, and Howie's projected for like the third most. So obviously, right off the gate. Yeah, I have nobody on Thursday. So coming out hot. Ooh. I got I got Cooper and Brown. So either it's gonna go really bad, and I can be up like thirty, and yeah. that's a tough hill to climb. Obviously, in another league, I do. Someone have, whiffs. Yeah. In Dynasty, I have Zeke, but in this league against you, I have nobody Thursday. So of course, I'll be. I'll be doing the typical thing you do in fantasy where I'm down 30 points after the first game of <laughs> yep. the year, and I'm like, come on, man. And then you're sitting there trying to dig out of a hole. And uh, yep. and all that projection shit, I'd rather have the points up front. Like, I know like it says, like, oh, well, McCaffrey's going to score 20, and this dude's going to score 15. So if you're up 40, it might be close. But I'm up 40 at the end of the day. I'd rather yeah. have the points up front yeah. and uh, just work with it. If, if your player goes off and you beat me, you beat me. Yeah, but it is what it is at that point. But give me the points. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather be. I'd rather give be me up. a good cushion lead. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be up and making my lineup for Sunday, knowing I have a lead, versus making my lineup for Sunday, knowing I'm chasing. Thank, yeah, thinking because then you're chasing. overthinking everything. Yeah. But that was our fantasy breakdown. We've been finally hinting at. We might come back with it here and there uh, with trades, shit going down. If players, if players go down, there's been a few injuries and you know Cam Akers, but that was pre-draft. Uh, Dobbins, was it ETN. Pre-draft? It was pre-draft, but someone took him third round, and we let him because you know you're a big boy. But uh, Dobbins and ETN was post-draft. We drafted a couple weekends ago. That's kind of the the killer of drafting before or like late August. But you know, yeah. fit everyone's schedule, so you had to get it done. But uh, we'll we'll come up with some small segments for fantasy. Uh, fantasy translates really well into player props. And uh, we all are super into fantasy and player props, so that will transition into bets that we'll hit later on. But let's just get started on games. Full week, full week one slate here. Thursday night, defending Super Bowl champs, up to minus eight on the Cowboys here. Uh, Dak is back, seems to be healthy and good to go. Everyone should be good to go. Zach Martin is out, so... Take that with a little grain of salt before you place your bets or, or what you think is going to happen. But Dak is back. Zach Martin's out. Tampa Bay, Cowboys. What do you got? Um, I 
think that I thought that Dak was going to come out hot until I saw that Zach Martin is potentially out with COVID. He is officially out. He is officially out. Okay, so I am going to say the Bucks cover that uh, minus eight, and then I also am going with. Uh, if you got props, we can wait till the end. No, the the over under. I fucked with it. Oh, uh, oh under. Oh, it dropped. What's it at? It's fifty-one and a half. Dropped a half point. I don't Seven like that half point. You know me with those half points. Yeah. No one wants uh, a hook here. I'm still gonna go under fifty-one and a half. I think that the Bucks go up early. They kind of shut the Cowboys down, defeat their dreams a little bit, and then they just run the clock out. So I'm gonna say like, I'm, I don't know if I want to give a score, but uh, thirty thirty-one twenty. Beat it by half point. All right. Well. Interesting. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm not touching the over under, but I am going the other way with it. I go. Uh, I go Cowboys plus eight. Oh, I think, uh, I'm with you. Eight yeah, points I, is a lot. Eight points is a lot. First game of the season, you just really don't know. I mean, defending champs, you're gonna have the ring ceremony. They're gonna have all the things, unveil the banner, do all the things they do, and a lot of times, especially for those younger players on the Bucks. That just gets in your head. I mean, you still got a football game. To Their play. defense is pretty good. Their defense is solid. I mean, solid. they brought I mean, everyone back, but yeah. Dak was on a offensive, like history-breaking season before he got hurt last year. You don't year. think they're going to be here's, prepared here, for that, though? Here's the thing. I think, I mean, Bruce Arians, Hall of Fame coach, so yeah. I think they're going to be prepared for that, and that, you know, Brady's going to keep him in check. But a lot of people, I think, are going to overthink the Zach Martin thing. Yeah. So here's. So I mean, they've been playing with a hurt, banged up O line the last three years. Right. So a lot of people are going to overthink the Zach Martin thing. My okay. thought on it is, okay, well, Zach Martin's out, so they know the, he's out too. The run, yeah, the run game is going to be a little bit hindered, which I don't think is going to be that big of an issue. But that D line in Tampa is insane, and they're going to be coming after Dak, especially first game back. But how do you defeat that? You Screens. let him come and you yeah. throw that screen to Zeke, <laughs> and I think that's going to be there all game. So, okay. I mean, we'll yes, we'll uh, freaking. The linebackers in Tampa be, you know, on Zeke, yeah. Yeah. And chances are Levante David, who's, I mean, the most underrated linebacker in NFL history. But, True. yeah, I, I'm, I'm still on. going Cowboys plus eight. I mean, there's a lot of reason as to why, but. I am as well, and it's because I, I uh, I'm thinking points. And the uh, kind of thought process here is Cowboys are giving eight points off the rip. If they come out hot at all and score a quick touchdown, you got plus 15 right there to work with. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to come out and say that Tampa Bay is going to come out cold, but I think the uh, Cowboys offense is going to pick up where they left off last year. Uh, they're not, it's not going to be the 500 yards a game from Dak, but uh, they're going to be clicking on all cylinders personally, I, I would believe. And I think Cowboys can score a little bit, at least in the first half. That's going to be Tampa shooting probably for a backdoor cover at that point. Or more like a front door, since they're favorite. I don't really know the terminology to go with that way. I'm just banking on the Cowboys will score points early, and then Tampa wins a close one. I, I got Tampa winning the game, but I, I think uh, Dallas scores enough points early to make the eight kind of be the uh, deciding factor. It's a little too high, in my opinion. I see why it's a right around a touchdown, but I think Dallas scores too much early. Okay. That's my reasoning. 
And okay. like so last only, year, only one. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. riding with you. Yeah. So I don't, really, I don't even care what what yeah. reason you give me. I'm riding with Cowboys plus eight. So. Like last year, we're going to keep a record of every against the spread and every money line. Obviously, pay attention to our Twitter. Those are our official picks that we have money on. But uh, last year, we gave out uh, every single against the spread, every single money line, and uh, locks. So we'll do – and we're not doing three locks just like the NCAA. We're going to do one. So uh, we'll keep records of that as well. And For the record, I got a Cowboys money line with mine. Yeah, you yeah. got Cowboys money line, but also Tampa minus eight. Yep. Okay. Sounds like Man, you... that, was, that that joke did not fucking land. It did not. That's supposed to be funny. <laughs> well, how about you take Stanford money line, but Kansas State minus three? It's called a hedge. It's called I regretted my bet and I took it back. Bet the other way. Uh, okay. So did move... not lose money on it. Uh, so moving to, well, yeah, like a dollar maybe, or 50 cents. Yeah, exactly. Do not fucking lose money. <laughs> so uh, moving to Sunday, we got my Pittsburgh Steelers plus six and a half against the Bills. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers to cover, but the Bills to win. I think the Steelers are being a little bit slept on. The defense still solid. O-line has questions, uh, but uh, Dotson, I think, is going to fill in nicely at guard. Uh, Okorafor has been there for a while. I think he'll be all right at tackle. Um, I'm putting my trust in the Steelers' defense to keep it a little bit close, as well as in Najee Harris. Uh, I think uh, Bills ultimately are too much to uh, come. I don't even know where I was going to go with with words there. Basically, Bills win, Steelers cover six and a half. I pretty much have the same thing there. Um, Steelers cover, Bills win. Um, basically. Same thing Sam said, the defense. At one point I do want to make, though, I did see T.J. Watt's uh, contract talks are becoming a little bit shaky, and he's unhappy with it. I'm um, not worried. He's going to get paid. Well, I think that he is on a mission to prove his worth right now, so I think that he plays a big uh, part in their covering, and I think they lose by, like, three. T.J. Watt's not the type of player to hold out for a contract. He's, he's gonna, not going to hold out, but he's going to try to prove that he's, he's gonna worth get, it. He's going to get taken care of. And yeah. they fucking better. Oh yeah, they, I mean, the, if they don't, it's the that's just the Steelers. Fucking if they up. let Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt both leave in the last, two, I was two fine seasons. with Bud Dupree. I didn't want to pay him what he got paid or what he wanted to be paid. Right. I'm just saying, but if you, if you go, if you go like Dupree back, and yeah. fucking Watt back to back, yeah. I mean, they're putting pardon, their pardon chips on uh, fucking Highsmith. I think is his name. He's a second year player. It was like a third or fourth round draft pick. I'm pretty high on him. I like him. He's got good speed off the edge. He's not a good power power rusher, uh, but he's not he's no TJ Watt. TJ Watt is a first round draft pick for a reason. Yeah, where you Pardon, saying, Bobby? pardon my takes. Uh, podcast there on Barstool Sports. Uh, no free shoutouts, by the way. Yeah, Some they guys uh, on Barstool Sports like to say that. Uh, no free shoutouts. No yeah. free shoutouts. They uh, but, like uh, shout out Big Cat. <laughs> like PFT has said, um, Bud Dupree, all time Steelers defensive player name. How do you let him leave? Uh, coming off a coming off an ACL tear. Yeah. And he said you guys should have another line. another thing. He said that you guys should have uh, a player on the defense named Bud Dupree every year. You should just <laughs> anoint one player. I was a fan. I liked Bud Dupree coming out of Kentucky, and he was on the team for four just or five days. I like yeah, I'm him. Glad, I'm the name is phenomenal. Yeah. And then he goes to the Titans. I, uh, an infinite upgrade over Jadavion, most overrated player in oh, Wade Clowney. Yeah. Which now you can hate on him with us. Oh, I will I talk so much shit on him on the podcast. I am so glad to be rid of Clowney. I'm <laughs> so glad he just decided to come over and take that money and had the option of playing playing play. through yeah, playing through an injury or um, having season ending surgery. He opted for the surgery. Have fun. Cl- 
Cleveland. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck, Cleveland. Um, but to go back to the Steelers, uh, I'm going to take Steelers plus six and a half. Uh, last time Steelers and Bills played last year, the Bills beat the shit out of them. They sure did. So uh, Steelers, I mean, a lot of people I feel like are sleeping on the Steelers following a complete disaster end of their season after being undefeated for so long. Um, I think Steelers have something to prove. So I'm going with Steelers to cover, and Bills are going to win, yeah. but Steelers cover. I, for a second, I thought you were going to go with uh, Steelers money line. Uh, right? You know, I thought about it. I really did, but, man, that Bills offense is unreal. Yeah. So... And if anyone's thinking future-wise, Mike Tomlin has never finished below 500 as the Steelers coach. They, I think their win total is eight. He's going to get at least nine wins this year. He's not going eight. Nine, nine wins is 500. Nine and eight. Nine eight, and eight, eight is, is not. About, yeah. Yeah. Just Which for, changes with the extra game. Yeah, he, everybody who hasn't noticed. At the very least, the Steelers are going nine, nine and eight. Mike Tomlin, without Big Ben, they still went eight and eight with fucking, uh, I don't even remember his name. Oh, my God. Tommy Maddox? No. Not that far back? It was two years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, it was between Josh Dobbs, um, Landry Rudolph. Jones, Mason Rudolph. It was a white guy, uh, obviously. Uh, because he's Landry he's, Jones? No. Uh, fucking. He was like an undrafted free agent. He had a nickname, like Duck or something. Or That wasn't oh, that. That's oh, Hob. Hodges. Um, Hodges. Hodges. Yeah, Hodges. De- Devlin Hodges. Yeah. I mean, if the Steelers can go 8-8 eight and eight with Devlin Hodges, Mason Rudolph getting fucking deflated <laughs> head, and fucking, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> they can go 8-8. Eight and eight, yeah. uh, Big Ben will come back this year and go 9-8. and eight. Yeah. That's just a deflated if, head. I mean, I, just hope they, I mean, I hate the Steelers with every, yeah. every fiber of my being. They're my least favorite team in the league. But I just hope and pray for the sake of watching good football – that Big Ben doesn't look as old and slow as he did last year. That was so tough to watch. Good God. He, I yeah. mean, it was just embarrassing. I didn't like watching it. But anyway, Whatever. we can move on. Uh, Jets-Panthers. I actually feel very strongly about this game. Oh, li- God, I do too. And the line's going up. So it's now it's up to Jets plus 5.5. I still don't care. I think Sam Darnold's going to ball out this game. I really like Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall. Um, they have no tight ends, but it doesn't matter because then they add in C-Mac. Uh, I think Panthers fucking roll. I don't know if I'm. I agree with you, actually. I agree with you. I think Panthers win by like at least fourteen. Yeah, I think Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's gonna have a great year, and I think his wide receiver is gonna be good. And might be a little homer here because McCaffrey's on my fantasy team, but I think he's gonna have a good year too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. We complete the trifecta. I'm taking Panthers. Damn, back to back, we all agree. Yeah, I'm taking Panthers. Hammering it. Never good. They're in my parlay. I'm taking Panthers minus five. I just think I've been high on Sam Darnold his entire career, and that's embarrassing to say because he's yeah. been so atrocious. But I just have loved Sam Darnold coming out of USC. So I'm hammering him and the Panthers in general. And, I mean, we'll get into player props later, but there's a certain guy on the Panthers who everybody knows who he is, and he's I'm hammering his player props. <laughs> One play sticks out was Darnold had this scrambling play, went like left to right, and then crossbody touchdown. And no one batted an eye, but someone like tweeted it and was like, "If Patrick Mahomes did this, everyone would be fucking oh, like I remember that. coming in their pants." And yeah. no one batted an eye. That Sam Darnold. Because it's the Jets. They yeah. still lost. Sam Darnold has a believable, like unbelievable talent. He was a first rounder for a reason. Yeah. Uh, went to USC. Was a very good quarterback there. He's now away from Adam Gase. Ryan Tannehill left Adam Gase. Is amazing quarterback in Tennessee. Hey. Sam Darnold leaves Adam Gase. I'm high. I love Matt Rule. I love Joe Brady. 
And I like his weapon. I love his weapons yeah. compared to what he had in New York. And there's a reason they went out and got him too. Yeah, and they 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 believe in him. They gave up draft picks and then passed on taking Justin Fields at what was that eight overall? Went J.C. Horn this year in the draft. They like their guy in Darnold. Traded Teddy Bridgewater. Panthers are all in and they're committed, which puts me a little higher on them in uh, our and NFL gives, preview. Yeah, gives and him gives more him confidence. confidence. Yeah. And a guy like that, he doesn't has, have a short leash. Who has not only been definitely underwhelming for his career, but he's been shit on by everybody in the media because yeah. of his play. Yeah, and his quotes, seeing ghosts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't say that. Can't on the football. Come on. Come on. But <laughs> there is there. You have to forgive him at some point. I mean. Yeah. It's just the people fun make game. mistakes. I did give out Panthers as my seventh seed in uh, the NFL preview. I think they they're sneaking to make the playoffs. We down, all... I'm down on the Saints, uh, down on the Falcons, uh, the NFC North, down on that NFC West is going to be a bloodbath. One team's coming out of the NFC East. I think uh, the second team can sneak out of the South, and I think it's going to be Carolina. So I'm high on Carolina. I mean, I'm not I'm not high on Carolina like making the playoffs, but <laughs> you know maybe I'll touch on my playoff predictions after we get done with these. Uh, yeah. With these lines here. Okay. Jags, Texans, not even going to watch a single second of the game. <laughs> Jags minus two and a half. I'm just going to take the Jags. Um, just placing my bet on Trevor Lawrence is better than Tyrod Taylor already. Uh, I think the Jags put in enough on their defense, and it's just it's Houston. They don't have Deshaun Watson. They, don't, they have Brandon Cook still, but, I mean, really that's about it to me. So I'm just going to go ahead and place my bet on Trevor Lawrence over Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, like Sam said, I haven't done a whole bunch of research on this game. I don't know. Uh, we we haven't seen much of Houston without Deshaun Watson this year, or uh, have obviously never seen Trevor Lawrence. So, just gotta pick uh, Jacksonville here just to cover the spread. I I mean, I'm not super confident in that. It's only two and a half, though. Yeah, just win by three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick uh, again. Three for three. Three for three. Uh, yeah, Jags cover that. Um, you know yeah, they'll win by a score Houston. in one way, shape, or form. And again, I probably, even though it's my division, I probably won't watch a single second of it. I'm sure uh, week one. I mean, Lawrence will probably throw for three touchdowns, and Sports Center will be jizzing their pants about <laughs> yeah. it. And, you know, and he'll go up to minus two fifty to yeah. win offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, exactly. Thank God none of the passes will be to Tim Tebow, but yeah. that's another story. They're all gonna be the fucking. No, Keelan Gould's on the Jets. Now. LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, All LaVisca Chenault. Fantasy. Let's do it. Uh, DJ Shark on my bench. That's what's going to happen. DJ Shark on my other fantasy team bench. Yeah. The game I will be watching, Cardinals-Titans. Uh, Cardinals plus three. Everything in my being wanted me to take the Cardinals. But I'm going to go with the Titans at minus three. Uh, I think ultimately Derrick Henry is going to be too much come second half. Tannehill, obviously, we know, top 10 quarterback, two insane weapons on the outside there. Defense, young secondary, but everything seems to be an improvement from uh, kind of what the secondary was last year. I know, I'm basically putting my eggs on uh, Derrick Henry to kind of wear out the Arizona defense. Who does? They have no secondary. So, A.J. Brown, this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I think A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are both going to eat this weekend. Well, I um, hate to say this, but I have Titans minus three as well. We're really going to go? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't really like this very much. But um, like Sam said, kind of, I think that everybody eats for the Titans. I think that they kind of wear them down a little bit. I think the Cardinals, um, they're 
about half a season away. I could see them coming alive late in the season here, but I don't think they're quite there yet. But that said, I actually like the under 52 in this game because I think that Derrick Henry kind of eats the clock a little bit and uh, wears down this game. So I like the under in this one. Yeah, I don't really yeah, have that's... a lot to say on over-unders yet. I don't. I need to get a gauge. I'm just pointing out the ones that I like. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I mean, I'm taking Titans minus three. So, yeah, we're <laughs> going to go three for three on this one. Uh, it will be interesting to see, though, that over-under. We've that had over the same under, pick every time. Yeah, we, we are. So far, so good. We'll see how it goes. With a, well, I, I, clearly, like that I'm, I like that I'm on the Sam side. Yeah, here. clearly we're on the better better side here. But, uh, I'm just writing Sam at this point. So, uh, with, uh, with Titans-Cardinals, I think it's going to be interesting to see for – for the Titans offense as a whole, and for me, obviously, as a Titans fan, um, you know, new offensive coordinator, so we'll see how the play calling is. Um, yeah, Arthur Smith gone. Arthur Smith now in Atlanta. So we will see uh, – Our yeah, so we will see how that goes offensive play calling-wise. Um, I definitely don't think Cardinals have any defense now. They have zero, uh, zero corners pretty much. I feel really bad. I'm just going to quickly touch on it. Um, they signed Malcolm Butler in oh, free yeah. agency, and he's uh, apparently dealing with a personal matter and retired abruptly. So um, it hasn't come out as to what that is. I feel terrible for him, his family. I hope everything's good, obviously, on that side. And I'm disappointed from a football fan perspective because I liked Malcolm Butler. He was solid for us, and I was really excited to watch him go one, go one-on-one with A.J. Brown in week one, but now I don't get to see that. But anyway, Titans cover, and uh, we'll talk player props later. Yeah. That, I'm not that – the Arizona secondary, they got Buda Baker, who is obviously a very good athlete, but Buda Baker can't cover Extremely Julio. fast. Yeah. And they got chased <laughs> down by DK, so not fast enough. But, right. I mean, Buda Baker is a, is a great safety. Top five or six safety in the league. But he can't cover A.J. Brown and Julio Jones over top at the same time. Uh, obviously, they lost Malcolm Butler. They lost Drake Kirkpatrick. Um, they lost Patrick Peterson. They, I mean, they, they've drafted a linebacker back-to-back years instead of going corner with Zayvon Collins this year, Isaiah Simmons last year. Uh, I think they're kind of shooting for the moon with bringing in J.J. Watt, A.J. Green. I'm not exactly sold yet on the Cardinals, so I just don't think they got enough to stop that Titans offense. So we're all, we're all rolling with the Titans here. I like almost forgot about J.J. Watt until you just brought that up, which pisses me off because I literally just got him out of my division. And now and then we get him you one. get him week one. Like, yep. come on. He's going to yep. have three sacks. I'm yep. calling it right now. His season total is eight and a half. Ooh. Which he hasn't wow. hit in quite some time. Well. Because he can't play a full I year. mean, eight, eight and a half should also be his over-under games played. But, yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, moving to the next game. This is going to be a very good game. Uh, Bobby texted me earlier about this being a potential trap. Ooh. Chargers plus one. Okay. On the road at Washington football team. Lots of uh, I'm that. putting my eggs in on the Chargers. I think this is going to be a very good game. Slugfest probably. But ultimately, I think Herbert's better than Fitzpatrick, and that's what it's going to come down to. Also, the Chargers do not have Anthony Lynn to fuck up every second half decision between timeouts, going for it, turnover on downs, fucking play call, this and that. I'm basically placing my bet on uh, Staley, the new coach, and Herbert over Fitzpatrick. Now, Washington has a very good defense. Um, this offensive line for the Chargers is a new squad together, bringing in Lindsley, drafted Rashawn Slater. They're going to be improved, but have never really played together. It's, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be low scoring, I think. That over-under is 44.5. I still would probably take the under, um, but I'm just... 
I'm high on the Chargers, so I'm, I'm going Chargers. You said we got Chargers minus one here? Uh, plus one. Plus one. Okay, my... <coughs> I got them at minus one as well. <coughs> I got minus one here. Yeah. I would take... I mean, I'd take them. Basically, it's who you think's going to win. Yeah. Okay, so... Almost, almost I got a lot to say about this one. Uh, really? Yeah, my uh, first instinct was Chargers roll. And then I remembered... So, I started thinking, like, why is the line so low? I remembered how good Washington's defense was last year, and I think that Vegas is also remembering that. And the Chargers struggles as well as Washington has fits magic. So um, that said, I think that Washington's defense surprises everybody, and I've got them covering and winning depending on what line you have. But I've got Washington taking a stunner. In in my eyes, it's a stunner against uh, L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Um, so, the only I guess the only thing that would matter was based on whether you have it at minus one or plus one for the Chargers is if they win by one. True. So, yeah. But uh, I've got it at minus one. I go, I'm going Chargers as well. Um, or if they tie. Good God. You have minus one and they tie. Can we change that rule? But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going Chargers minus one. Uh, I think they win by <coughs> a field goal or, you know, three or four. I think they probably win by. Um, I I just don't think Washington's going to score enough points. Um, I think the Chargers are going to be pretty high-powered offense this year. And briefly touching on your uh, new coach, Brandon Staley, there for the Chargers, he is the favorite to win coach of the year. I just think so, it's because the Chargers... So Vegas everyone, also thinks that Chargers are going to have a good year. Yes. Is what you're well, saying. Yes. Yeah, they, <laughs> Chargers should make the playoffs most likely. Herbert, second year, pickup off last year. Defense is improved. Anthony Lynn's out. Uh, new coach coming in if the Chargers go 11-6 and six and are like a five seed. I can see him get, getting that there. Yeah. Knocking off the Chiefs one time. With my recent look, this is going to be a Chargers win by 20 points. A big thing is Derwin James is healthy. Derwin James is an absolute game changer. If healthy and out there, in my opinion, top three safety in the league, He's been struggling to stay in the field. He's healthy now. Him out there just completely, it's a its a game change. So we got two good defenses against Fitzmagic and Justin Herbert. So yeah. this is going to be a great game to yeah. watch. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to watch the game. Or at least see highlights and everything. Right. One of my upsets of the week, Eagles-Falcons. Eagles plus three going to Atlanta. <laughs> so I don't know why. I like Eagles plus three and I like Eagles money line. Uh Will you fucking stop? <laughs> I like Eagles plus three and Moneyline uh, going down there. Julio is gone. They're placing their bas- their eggs in the Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts basket. I'm high on Russell Gage, but maybe not week one here. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I think, has some shit to prove this year. Um, not just because I have him in fantasy, but just if he wants to be an NFL quarterback, uh, he has no room for error, starting with a very bad Atlanta team. Uh, they lost pieces on defense, not like their defense was good anyway. Um, they got a new coach. Their offense should be fine. I think it's going to be very high scoring. Um, I'm just going to take Eagles late. I think Jalen Hurts can get some things done with his legs and ma- makes makes enough plays. I got Eagles money line and covering for pretty much all the reasons that Sam said. Um, I think Jalen Hurts has something to prove here. I think the Eagles – honestly, I think, I think Eagles are – Honestly, the better team week one. You also gave out Eagles to win the I, yeah, I wanted to 
I want to mention. <laughs> wanted to mention that. Um, I uh, mentioned Eagles to win the East, NFC East. So I got uh, first dibs on them winning here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, again, we're all on the same page here. I have. Literally right, written down on my sheet. I'm not just following suit with what they're saying. Eagles plus three and a half, and I have money line in parentheses. Jesus. So I will hammer Eagles money line on this. Looks like we're all going over this week. Yeah, no, either <laughs> that or so. Sam and I have agreed on every game. You are only the only one. I think you're I'm off on one. Off on one from what we talked about so far, but uh, yeah, and from, the the Bucks too. And the Bucks. So yeah, we so you're off on two of them from what we're saying. But Sam and I are dead on right now. We agree on everything. Um, so I feel good about that because Sam's making money right now. But uh, yeah, Eagles money line for sure. I think they they win. I I'm excited to see what Art Smith does and does in Atlanta, but I just don't think he's gonna figure it out early. It's not gonna be right away. Yeah, I'm even also, though he does have Matt Ryan. I'm not exactly he, sold on Mike Davis as the running back one as well. Yeah, I mean I think yeah, Sam uh, mentioned that to me. I think Art Smith is gonna uh, maybe have a little bit harder time. With a uh, ground and pound type offense, when Mike Davis is your running back, yeah. yep. So we'll see so, though. Yeah, and honestly, if you don't want to double down on Eagles to cover and win, if you don't want to lose both bets, Eagles plus one forty to win. I'd honestly probably just uh, throw the money on money line there and uh, just root for the Eagles. To win. I would. I disagree. I'd take the three and a half points because then they could lose by. I got three and a half. I on got three, stuff. and I've seen three and a half. So depending on what you get, if you can get three and a half at the, mi- at the minus 110, then take three in the hook. But if you're getting three at that point, I'm playing for the win, and I would just take uh, plus 140 there. Sam hates those sub three lines. Just take yeah, the money To me line at that point, size. what are the odds that it's going to end at a one or two point game? Uh, if, it's three, if it's three and a half, I'm, take, I'm taking the plus three and a half. Um, but if it's three and below, I'm just going money line. Unless I'm taking the favorite, then yeah. I'm taking the line. Or this is the alt spread podcast. That so is buy, true. Buy a half point. Yeah. <laughs> buy the point. Bump it up to minus one. Sam talked shit about that last week. I said buy those points, and Sam's like, "Well, I mean, no. state the obvious." No, 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 like, no, no, no. We're the alt spread podcast. I asked why you were buying point, more points on Oklahoma, who almost then lost to Tulane, yeah. and we'll hit on that in our. You also you also talk shit. You said you like Indiana at plus three, but if you can get three and a half, that'd be even better. That's obvious. So buy those points. Get up to three and a half. And then Indiana gets blown out. Or even better, buy more. Get up to fucking seven and a half. Hope you bought up to Indiana plus 28 and a half. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So I was wrong on that one. All right. Um, Next game, Seahawks at Colts. This one is a little weird for me. Uh... I'm not a Carson Wentz believer. Seahawks on the road. They've had a little bit of injury issues. T.Y. Hilton's out. Uh, we don't know if Wentz and Quentin Nelson are 100%, but they're expected to play. With all that being said, uh, I'm rolling Seahawks minus 2.5 there. Like I said, if it's if it's that 2 and a hook, I'll take it as the favorite by winning a field goal, and I'll just take the line. Um, better odds than betting like a minus 130, minus 140 money line. So I'll take Eagles on the road, or uh, Seahawks rather, excuse me, uh, DK, Chris Carson, Russell Wilson, uh, enough to get it done. This one is another interesting one for me. I like, so my initial instinct is I like the Seahawks minus two and a half. But if you're doing a parlay, which is this is going to sound a little weird, but if you're doing a parlay, you can buy your points all the way up to 
plus 15 and a half for the Colts. I like all the way up to plus 14 and a half, like maybe even 10 and a half for the Colts. I don't think they lose by more than 10. So if you're doing straight up lines, I'd say Seahawks minus 10 and a half and Seahawks money line. But I think that the Colts don't lose by more than 10. So like we mentioned just before, it's the All Spread podcast. If you're betting parlays or anything like that, I would buy your points on the Colts side because they are the underdog. This is going to be a close matchup. Um, I would take the extra points there. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, Seahawks minus two and a half uh, all day, every day, twice on Sunday. So <laughs> yes. give me, uh, give me Seattle. Fuck the Colts. Uh, another upset here for me. Uh, this might be the little shocker where we, we go our different ways. I'm taking Bengals plus three and a half against the Vikings. That's that's where the hook comes into play. Uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Um, I just think I I don't know what to think exactly. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's kind of like a dogfight. Uh, Vikings. I was sold on them, but the more I thought about it, not exactly sold on them. Got to go with an upset somewhere. I think the Vikings win the game, and so I'll, I'll take Vikings money line with the three in the hook. But uh, mix it up a little bit. Bet on Joe Burrow as a fan. So I'll take I'll take Bengals to cover there. Okay. A little upset of the week. Looks like we finally got a disagreement. I got Minnesota. I'm not really high on them this year, but I think that they cover the three and a half. I'd rather have three. So you know, shout out Bobby again. But um, I think that they win by a touchdown in probably a heartbreaker for Joe Burrow. It's probably a big comeback game for him, and uh, he loses by a touchdown. All right. Well, uh, Sam and I are going to stay on the same page for every game. Go, we, are, we are yet to disagree. I uh, have Bengals plus three. Um, I probably won't touch money line on that one, but I could see the Bengals winning outright. Definitely. Um, I definitely agree with buying the half point, you know, keeping it. It's just a safe bet to buy the half point. But I'm going Bengals plus three or plus three and a half if you do decide to buy the half. Um, but I can honestly, you say you could see it ending in a heartbreaker for Burrow. I could see some Burrow magic at the end, yeah. throwing a touchdown pass to Get, win it. Or like getting in field goal range, yeah. kicking field goal oh. with 15 seconds left. Yeah, I would love to see that. Right. And it's at Cincy, that crowd's going to be insane for Burrow's return. I could just see it being <clears throat> Huge Burrow book. fan here. Yeah. <laughs> huge Burrow. I mean, huge Burrow guy. Unlike the rest of people in Nebraska, we actually wish he would have been Oscar. Yeah, we all Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone we, wishes. We, but, we wanted him. Yeah, we wanted him, unlike that terrible coaching stuff. But, uh, what are you going to do about it? I don't know, just bitch and moan and be mad at ESPN for showing that stupid-ass clip constantly in the draft. <laughs> but, hindsight, if he would have came here, he wouldn't be who he is. Very true. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going Bengals uh, plus three on uh, the Joe Burrow comeback player of the year tour. All right. I love it. And to me, this three, three and a half is a little bit different. See, Eagles and Falcons, I'm, I'm down on both teams. So I'm just, I'm like, throwing a dart at the board saying Eagles win. But Bengals, Vikings, you know, if you just first glance, you'd like, oh, Vikings win by a touchdown easily. So not sprinkling money line, I think, is a little bit different in this scenario. It's 165 compared to the 140 that the Eagles are. So it's a little bit different. Plus, you got the hook. Uh, so for that, I would take this three and a half. So, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I don't yeah. I don't look at this game 
I mean, the Vikings may may win the game. Yeah. But I don't look at this game, even if the Vikings lose, as like indicative of what their season's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I think the Vikings are a playoff team this year. So big Kirk Cousins guy here. So I like both these quarterbacks, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. My only gripe about that is I think COVID might come into play. Oh uh, yeah, we talked Kirk, about yeah, this. Yeah. Kirk Cousins refuses to get vaccinated, and if he misses games, like obviously we both. Agreed. We think Kellen Mond can potentially turn into what Dak Prescott did. Yeah. I, I mean, he's. We're not saying he's gonna be Dak Prescott, but. I mean, they got rid of Jake Browning, did they not, or did they retain him? I don't know. This is where Travis. This would be is where great Travis to, would have been great to know. Travis, if, when you yeah. when you listen to this, it would be great to have your Vikings knowledge here. Yes. For this. Reason. So if it's Jake Browning, uh, I have absolutely zero confidence in the Vikings there. And that, I think that might hurt them long-term game. That's part of the reason I actually uh, would have rather had A.J. Brown than uh, Justin Jefferson this year, just in case Cousins misses a game or just anything with that. So that's kind of like my, my pause there. I'm, I'm not exactly down on the Vikings. I just think that may come into play. And um, the NFL might use them as kind of an example, like they're probably going to do with Cole Beasley. But whatever. They did. Uh, the Vikings did recently – like within the last three years, they won with Case Keenum at quarterback in the playoffs. So they've yeah, shown I, that they I mean, can they win also with had a, a very, very good defense, and their defense wasn't that good last year. Granted, they were missing some guys for sit outs, everyone was hurt. They brought back Everson Griffin. The Minneapolis uh, miracle was with Case Keenum. My, Minneapolis, that I mean, the playoff game, they shouldn't have even won, but you know, those were the days that happened. It was great for me, I loved watching that, but yeah, I'm just. I'm not saying the Vikings are going to be bad and that the Bengals are, are going to win, but I'm going to take the points. So, uh, next game, not going to watch the second of Niners and Lions. <laughs> I have no interest in watching Jared Goff go up against that okay. finally now healthy Niners team. Seven and a hook, not even worried. I think uh, Niners win by double digits. Not going to watch a single second there. I, um, probably not going to bet this one personally, but if I had to pick, I would say. Niners win by more than seven and a half. But the reason I'm not going to bet is because Jared Goff is their quarterback. I think that he might make it close, potentially. Jared but Goff fucking sucks. <laughs> if I were going to bet it, I would say Niners win because Jimmy Garoppolo I trust more. And, and uh, uh, that, that defense, too. That defense is healthy now. I like them. I think they might win like 21 to nothing. That's, that's what I was, was going to go and say. Uh, 44 and a half, I fucking love that. Yeah. I don't know if the Lions are going to score 10 to 14 points. Yeah, I could see like 21 to 0. And the 49ers love to run the ball. They're not going to push it with Jimmy G. So, what, you get a big Moster and Trey Sermon game? What, 30, yep. 31 to 10? Absolute blowout, only yep. 41 points. So, Damn, I, mean, I just sold myself on taking that under. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm agreeing as well, Niners minus seven and a half, I buy double digits easily. I think they win by three scores. Here's my bold prediction for that game because the the Niners just like to to do some things different over there. So I think that 31-10 range, I think think you might see that score in the fourth quarter, 31-10. Jimmy G is, you know. Trey Lance comes in the game. Yep, little mop-up duty for Trey Lance, and I think the fans get a taste of the future, and that is going to actually probably play into – Week Not five. into their yeah. favor, yeah. but it's going to play into, oh, shit, I think we got to make this move once uh, they realize Jimmy G's probably not the future. Well, if the over hits, the I think you guys, go to Brandon uh, 
I think all three of us just sold me on taking Niners minus seven and a half. So yeah, there is Niners, Niners minus seven and a half. Only hesitant I had was what if Jared Goff comes in and goes off. But I'm starting uh, to think Jared goes Goff. That goes the two's, off. The twos. I'm starting to think that uh, Niners defense might be able to shut him down. So and uh, yeah, the two seven and a half lines I think would be ten and a half at any other week. It's just week one. They don't want to throw a ten and a half line out there. Yeah, it's too early for yeah. a double. That's a, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. It's the NFL too, dude. Yeah. You get you not get, often do you get it's you get not a double digit line yeah. in the NFL, and you you're mo- you you're should so probably tempted. be taking the. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Browns Chiefs. Now I want to watch this as well. Chiefs are favored by six. Uh, I'm taking the Browns to cover, but Chiefs to win. Uh, I think the Browns win the AFC North this year, and uh, Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, Odell's back. Not exactly. I'm not a big Odell guy, but whatever. Uh, Jarvis Landry, they got three tight ends, probably the best O-line in the league, very good defense, brought in some great secondary pieces to help out. Um, the Chiefs are top-heavy on offense, and I stated that going into the Super Bowl and why I thought that would be an issue going up against teams with uh, lots of weapons. They're top-heavy with Tyree Kill and uh, Travis Kelsey. I don't think they have a reliable third. Um, the, the Bucks showed how to beat the Chiefs. And the Browns can do the same thing. They have the uh, nice secondary pieces to be able to do so. I'm, I'm ultimately, Chiefs win, but Browns keep it close. One score game. Okay, I'm uh, going to go slightly different here. I'm going to say the Browns cover and win this game. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think that they win a uh, close game. Upset of the week. Upset, yeah, it's a big upset here. I think that they... Oh, shit, that's up to eight and a half. Wow. What? Thursday's game is up to eight and a half. Oh, shit. Well, I'm staying where I said. So am I. Well, I think my, uh, my, oh, fuck, you guys I think that's better. I think that's even better for us. Right? It, it is even better for us. Sorry, we, we, we swapped sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. We swapped sorry. over. Um, I think the Browns, they, I think that, uh, Nick Chubb can run it down their throat. The Chiefs are net head, they're kind of like the Patriots in the regular season. They kind of play for the playoffs. They're not going to go for a blowout, and I think they might get blindsided by the Browns here with a week one loss, a quick, uh, just a quick punch to the throat. They might lose this one. Yeah, I, uh, I'm staying not on the same page uh, as far as the Browns money line, but I am with Sam. We are still identical on our base. I'm going uh, Browns plus six. This is going to be really Chiefs fucking good win. or really fucking bad. Right. Uh, Browns plus six, Chiefs to win. I do think what's going to happen in this game is what we've seen from the Browns last year. And exactly what we've seen from the Chiefs last year. The Browns come out hot, punch teams in the mouth early, get up. I think they might get up two scores early in this game and then yeah, ride the that, run game. At that point, it's plus 16, plus right. 20. And I think they're going to you know, get up early with play-action pass, Baker picking Chiefs secondary apart, and then we see the Mahomes magic that we always see. And I honestly But it's think, not the playoffs. I don't think it matters. I don't um, want to interrupt you, sorry. It's okay, go for it. It's, um, you know, I don't think it matters that it's not the playoffs. I do think... You know, we'll see some Mahomes magic. Chiefs will come back. They'll win the game, um, and it's in Arrowhead. Yeah. So it's just it's just bound to happen. I mean, keep you know, in mind that it's rigged. It's Mahomes. It's, yeah. He's their golden eh. child. You know what's happening. Well, keep in mind, Chad Henney had to pick up a fourth down for the Chiefs against the Browns. What a, call. What a amazing call. play call! But Chad Henney had to come in for an injured Mahomes and pick up a first down on fourth down against the Browns in a one-score game in the playoffs. So the Browns were right in it with the Chiefs last year. And the Browns' secondary got much better. Uh, 
Odell will be back. Not that that means the most to me because I'm kind of sold on him, but I think it's just going to go back and forth. I think the Chiefs... The Chiefs are going to be great, obviously, but... I think about Browns, your... Um, I, so, the Browns are winning the North, in my opinion. So I agree with I you. Agree. We're all... Yeah. I agree with you that Mahomes is their golden child and also on the Browns winning the North, but... Uh, um, <laughs> Wouldn't it make for episode, wouldn't but. it make for a better story if Mahomes loses week one and then still like dominates? No, because I think I've seen people predict this as well, but I think the Chiefs are going to flirt with perfection this year. Okay, so yeah. I, I really is this going to be Mahomes as Tom Brady two thousand seven year? Yeah, I think it's going to be stupid. It's the Chiefs are almost unbeatable. What they, did they lose one game last year? Uh, two, two. They ended up losing late. They lost the. They lost. They choked to the. They choked they up lost to, the to the Raiders, Raiders. and then they yeah. lost Week 17 to the that's, Chargers that's when right. Mahomes didn't play. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the year where they just. They if they wanted, te- if they, they get tested wanted. a couple times, but if they would just play the game, that like, they just get cute with their calls. Some yeah. Are just they going to be the first? For no reason, but I do think they are going to flirt with perfection. Are they going to be the first ever 20 and 0 team? Mm. No. No. <laughs> No, and uh, you know maybe I'll touch on my predictions in playoffs later, <laughs> but no. Okay, we talked before that we we started recording on this game. No one really knows what to do here. Dolphins Patriots. Before when I was Cam Newton, I was all for the Dolphins. Now it's Mac Jones. I'm betting on the rookie here, rookie and Bill Belichick. Um, I think what's kind of going under the radar is Patriots had the most dudes opt out last year, and they were all on defense. So I'm I'm banking on the Patriots defense is a little bit too much for Tua. Uh, Jalen Waddle helps with the Dolphins, but rookie first game. Will Fuller is suspended for the game, so it's basically Mike Gesicki and Devontae Parker. I'm not sold on Devontae Parker personally. I think that the uh, Patriots defense can be a little too much for Tua come late. Mac Jones will be serviceable enough in his very first game, and uh, Patriots run game. With uh, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, pass game to James White, Jacoby Myers, uh, incorporates the new tight ends that they got, and then the defense. Not a Patriots fan, but and I'm high on the Dolphins this year a little bit. I think they're going to shock some people a little bit, but I'm going to go. Bill- Belichick gets the best of Tua here, Week One. I um I had no idea what to think on this one as a Patriots fan because um we were terrible last year. And it kind of hurt to watch, but I think that Belichick has his guy now in Mac Jones on the offense, and he got his offensive weapons. Um, and then he got Dante Hightower, and um, uh, who else Kyle did he get Noy's back? back? Kyle Van Noy's back. Who else did he get back? Gilly Lock. Uh, Gilmore. I think he was back. He, he was, was there back. last he year. Well, yeah, he was hurt. Though. So yeah, he's but they got Gilmore, Jason he's back. Jackson, got, okay, so they they got the defense back is what I'm trying to say here, and I think that they win a close one here. I would say they win by like four to seven. So I I think they cover. All right, uh, I'll keep mine uh, short and sweet on this one. Um, Patriots minus three. If I was taking it, I'd take Patriots, but. I wrote out in all caps, not touching it. So I'm not actually betting this game. But yeah. if I was, I'd go Patriots. Yeah, I don't really have a read on it. So I don't think personally I'm going to bet the game. Ooh, but for, for pick-wise, I'll, I'll, I'll throw that out there. Taking Patriots to, to get it done. Um, let's see. Broncos and Giants. This one I couldn't get a read on either. Liked the Giants early. 
it's in uh, MetLife. I think that's the name of the stadium in New in New Jersey. There. Yeah. Bra- Bra- brace yourself. Brace that your sounds knees. right. It's in MetLife. Yeah. Fuck. Everyone's gonna tear their ACLs. Yeah. Oh, look out, Cortland Sutton. Sorry, Saquon. <laughs> yeah, and Saquon. Jesus Christ. Again. Um, not the biggest Teddy fan, but Broncos defense is uh, no joke. High on Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon's still very serviceable. Like Noah Fant. I like uh, Jerry Judy. Like Cortland Sutton. Tim Patrick as well. Uh, I think the Broncos, in an ugly game, uh, gets it done. Um, I I don't know if I was dreaming or what, but I'm pretty sure I saw Broncos back at plus one and a half. And in this said dream, I was taking the Broncos money line. Or seems like real life to me because I'm still taking Broncos money line and covering here. So three points seems easy with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Um, I think this is an easy cover for them. Giants are awful. Yeah, seems easy to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm hammering Broncos minus two and a half. I think Saquon has no We're room gonna have to the run. Same fucking picks. There's yeah, we, three games left. We Sam and I have not di- like disagreed on a pick yet. Um, Broncos defense is going to be healthy this year, thankfully for them. Um, I think Saquon has no room to run. And yep. Broncos I mean, Von win. Miller's back. Yeah, yeah, they're healthy. Very good secondary. So, yep. I mean, they're corners alum. Patrick Sertan, first-round draft pick, he's like their third corner. Yep. They got two really good safeties. Uh, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. Is it Chubb? Yeah, Chubb. Bradley. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. They got, they've always had a good D-line. I knew it was Chubb. <laughs> So yeah, I like uh, Broncos are a sneaky team for a lot of play, uh, guys this year. Yeah, I go Broncos in a blowout. Yeah, I like it. Three more games. If we fucking are in full agreement, this will be a little bit Wait, shaky. One one point to make. Last year, Carolina was a cover machine for us for like the first eight games. Yeah, I was giving I was tossing around shoutouts to Teddy because Bridge. of Teddy Bridgewater. So Teddy, look gloves. out for uh, look out for the Broncos to be your cover machine this year. Teddy, alrighty. Uh, Packers at Saints. This game's actually in Jacksonville because of the hurricane. Uh, apparently, Aaron Rodgers is 3-4 and four in his career playing in Florida. Doesn't like playing down in the heat down there. Uh, James Winston, the starter for the Saints. I still don't think it matters. I think the Saints' secondary is too depleted. Uh, no Michael Thomas for as an offensive weapon. They just cut Latavius Murray today. So it's Alvin Kamara and then Tony Jones Jr. So not sold there. Marquez Michael Calloway. Thomas is out? Yeah. Okay. He's out for multiple weeks. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He had surgery in June and was a drama-filled baby back bitch. Slam oh, guy. shit. Turned into a slam bitch rather than a slam Where boy. Where have I but, been? Uh, Whoa. <laughs> what? The sass. But ultimately, uh, I'm just going to put my trust in Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and that package defense just to be a little bit too much. I, I think it'll be... A, Around seven, seven point game, touchdown game. Maybe Jameis Winston gets picked off late, trying to do a little bit too much. But give me the Packers. I'm not really worried about Rodgers being three and four down in Florida. I've uh, also got the Packers. I'm, I, again, I'm pretty sure I saw this line as low as two and a half before, and I was taking it, and I'm easily taking that now. I think uh, Green Bay covers this easily, minus four. Um, Aaron Rodgers has a uh, chip on his shoulder again. Yet again this year. Probably his last year with Green Bay. Potentially, yeah. I think it is. Good. <laughs> Potentially. I think that... Yeah, he can retire. Go he's, back to uh, <laughs> I think that he's on a mission this year, and I think that he has a great year, and it starts here. So I think he wins easily here. 
Yeah, uh, Sam and I will agree again. Jesus just Christ. keep it rolling. Um, yeah, Packers, I've got them at minus four and a half. I think they win. I would, I would take it up to six and a half. Yeah, I think they win by a touchdown or more, probably more. Um, I won't get too much into it, except for, you know, I definitely see a uh, James Winston pick six, like usual. Jair Alexander, probably. Yeah, but he can come, see now. What's that? He can see. It doesn't matter. He got matter. his eyes fixed. He can see at Florida State, and it didn't <laughs> fucking matter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and his – Undeserving MVP, haven't asked him. Go ahead and win this one. All right, two more games. This one's my lock of the week. I feel most strongly about this one. Rams minus seven and a half against the Bears. That defense is just going to swallow Andy Dalton whole. Uh, the Rams offense, I think, will put up at least 30 points themselves. Matthew Stafford, huge upgrade to Jared Goff. Cam Akers being hurt will only open up the pass game more. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, they're going to eat. Tyler Higby. Uh, Deshaun Jackson probably going to score a 75-yard fucking touchdown to start the game on a Hail Mary. So uh, I'm taking the Rams. I'm high on the Rams this year. Until the Bears play Justin Fields, I don't expect much from their offense. Uh, Allen Robinson, their best weapon, is going up against Jalen Ramsey. So I I don't expect much from Robinson. Uh, So Andy Dalton and Darnell Mooney are going to have to beat the Rams. So I'd put my money on the Rams. Lock, Um, Lock of the week for me. Okay, not not quite my lock of the week, but I also have Rams minus seven and a half. I think they win easily here. It would be a completely different story if Fields were starting, but he's not. I think the Bears struggle out the gate. They might put up ten. Uh, I think the Rams win fairly easily here with that high-powered offense. So, yeah, that's my uh, pick there. Well, uh, you know, I told myself I was going to ask Bobby – what he felt about the Rams Bears because of how confident he was in Rams last Bears year. on Monday Night Football last year when he told me Chicago is an absolute lock on Monday Night Football against the Rams. I don't even remember what the spread was, but the Rams beat him twenty four like to ten. Six, six and a half, yeah. something like and that. You told I oh my I'm just gonna leave it at that. I was you know They lost by like twenty. Twenty four to ten was I the final. I remember it. Yeah. Monday night football. We were all watching it and I yep. was pissed off from the jump, but Anyway, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna hardly believe anything you ever tell me again. But <laughs> uh, I will again go Rams minus seven and a half um, for all the reasons we all said. And Never taking the Bears again. I already Fuck know. The Bears, dude. I already know that we disagreed on every single pick. This is gonna get this. If, if with one with one pick to go, if on this one is the one that we don't agree on, I will be very surprised. But let's finish. It I up don't think we're. Gonna, I don't think we're gonna disagree. This is fucking history. This is either going to be extremely fucking good or extremely fucking bad. I'm going to bet every game. And now we have to. We have to. Now we have to bet every I'm single I'm going to put all price. 16 in a parlay together. Exactly. Let's do it. Uh, basically, Ravens minus four on Monday night. I. Whoa, you got minus four? Yeah. I got five and a half. I got four and a half. So we all have different lines. Either way, I'd, I'm I'd play, <laughs> I would play Ravens up to six and a half, personally, for a touchdown. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm... I'm not a believer in the Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I was high on him last year. Didn't do much. Uh, Devontae Booker is better than him towards the end of the year. Derek Carr is solid, but just not enough. Um, Darren Waller is their best weapon. High on Darren Waller. But when you're playing a team like the Ravens, they got Marlon Humphrey, uh, Marcus Peters. Safeties that are willing to fucking just lay the hit on you. They're they're used to playing the Steelers, the Browns, the the gritty teams. Uh, J.K. Dobbins... That injury hurts, definitely. Gus Edwards is a fucking tank. Um, Lamar, with his legs, just fine. Um, 
Rashad Bateman, I'm high on him this year, but he's not playing. So look for maybe Marquise Brown to kind of do some work. I'm Marquise Brown's bust, but he can be serviceable this year. Added Sammy Watkins on the tail end of his career, in my personal opinion, but he'll be fine. He's an upgrade to Willie Sneed, in my opinion. Uh, Mark Andrews, probably going to score a red zone touchdown. Basically, Arizona or, uh, Baltimore just is too tough. John Gruden's an outdated coach. Baltimore's going to roll. You want to take a guess who my pick is? Yeah, you're going to take the fucking Raiders. No, I'm going to take the Ravens. Uh, I'm going to say, so I've been a huge Raiders guy this year. I think that they're going to have, I actually still think they're going to have a good year. But I don't know what you're seeing, man. Mariota taking over at starter. Seeing ghosts. <laughs> they, uh, so uh, that's not what we're talking about right now. We're yeah. talking about the Ravens, how they are a traditionally first-half team. They ob- They always go off in the first half of the season. And so I see them probably blowing out the Raiders in this game. It's going to be a huge win. They're going to run all over them. And um, it seems like a I, – I wouldn't say obvious. I think that they win by like 10. The Raiders always knock off a team, but I'm, I'm not expecting – It's always the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah I'm not expecting a week one. Yeah, I, I have the Ravens to roll. Sam and I will end the same on every pick. We got to bet every game. I'm I'm down. So uh, Ravens. This is unbelievable. Minus four and a half. I know they, that is nuts. <laughs> you Ra- were almost with us. Besides, like two games. Right. Oh yeah. Ravens win by a touchdown or more easily. Um, I'm not even going to get too deep into it, other than just saying they're going to win, and that running back they have throwing passes over there is going to do a good job. <laughs> yes, he will. Uh, yeah. Uh, that I can't believe that happened. Wow. That was insane. Well, now I might have to bet every single game. Here. I have to vouch for them both. They both have notebooks here with their picks written down, and they're sitting on either side of me, so they can't see each other's picks, and they both have the same ones written down. So this yeah, is crazy. That is very unbelievable. All righty. Uh, player props, my personal specialty last year. Uh, not all of them are out. So I have three props for Sunday games, six touchdown scores for Sunday games, so those won't change. But I have six total props for this Thursday night game. Bucks Cowboys, um, starting off Antonio Brown over 47 and a half receiving yards. Uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed. He's been questionable this week as well as Godwin, uh, but I, I can see AB getting about five catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown, and uh, that clears easily. Amari Cooper over 63 and a half receiving yards, as well as Ceedee Lamb over 61 and a half. I know that the Tampa Bay has a good team. What just happened? Okay. I know Tampa Bay has a really good defense, but uh, I'm banking on the Cowboys putting up points and holding their own here. Uh, it's going to have to be in the pass game more than likely. Uh, Cooper and Lamb, I think they're both going to eat at least 70 yards apiece. Dak was throwing 450 yards a game last year, so uh, I like those. I'm high on CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. So that leads me into CeeDee Lamb touchdown score, plus 155. I think they're just going to get him on maybe like a slant. He's going to beat his guy and just race to the end zone. Seating Lamb in open, in open space is just impossible to catch. Uh, and then we get a little cute. Gronk touchdown score. Uh, I, had, I had it in the uh, Super Bowl, cashed for me. Um, Tom Brady likes to go to his guys, and that's why, I mean, personal fan of Gronk brought him to Tampa Bay. Personal fan of AB brought him to Tampa Bay. And uh, cutest pick at plus 540. Giovanni Bernard touchdown. All right. I, I, not high in Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette. 
Uh, Giovanni Bernard is going to be his new James White, which is perfect. I think they're going to find him. He's scamper in for like a 17-yard receiving touchdown when you least expect it, maybe like right before the half. And you're like, why the fuck is Gio Bernard in? But obvious passing downs. Might scamper in and get himself a little touchdown. Plus 540, it's worth a shot. I think I, that's probably actually my personal favorite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At 540. Okay. Uh, player props here. Okay. So, did you do touchdown scores? I just did Thursday's game first. Okay, Thursday's game. You do touchdown score? Touchdown and props, yes. Okay, touchdown I got. Uh, this is my probably second most, yeah, my second longest odds here. Touchdown score, I think Dak Prescott rushes for a touchdown. And then uh, that is plus 335 odds. And then going off of that. What was that thing? Dak Prescott, touchdown score. And then going off of that. uh, Where did I see that? I'll have to find that. Okay. uh, Dak Prescott rushing yards over 12.5. That's minus 106. I like that one as well. Wow. Tom Brady. easy. uh, Scamper. Yeah, a little scamper there for a first down, long first down. Tom Brady under 300.5 uh, passing yards. I think that he probably throws for like 280 because, like I said before, I think that they uh, – um, they. You like the under. Yeah, I like the under. They go up early and then they run the clock out. I like C.D. Lamb over 60.5 yards receiving. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. I uh, only wrote on one prop, which is an anytime touchdown score, and it's not crazy odds, but Zeke gets in. Zeke's a touchdown score this game, yeah. um, and it's at minus 120. So, I mean, you got to risk a little bit more to win, but yeah, I think it's going to happen. Um, Don't always got to be cute with the props. No, but I do, uh, you know, after hearing yours, on yours, Bobby, on that Brady – Passing yards, you said under. I'm going over. I was You're going over. The yeah. second you um, said under, we yeah. both looked at each other thinking. Yeah, over. the second you said under Brady yards. I know you guys like, made me a little self conscious. Three hundred. Three hundred point five. Yeah, that's over. Yeah, yeah. Just Brady okay. with the weapons he's got. Yeah, he's going. He's going over. He might okay. throw for three touchdowns too. We'll yeah, see. You know, I think it's gonna be a higher scoring than people think. We'll see, but yeah. Okay, Sunday props. Uh, not all of them are out, so just the first three that I that, that caught my eye. Najee Harris, over 56.5 rush yards. I think he gets around 20 carries. You need, you need literally like three yards per carry to hit 60 yards. Uh, I'm going to take my fucking chances on that with my guy there. Uh, Antonio Gibson, over 13.5 receiving yards. He wasn't playing third down back in uh, preseason, but, I mean, if he gets going on a on a – Four-minute, two-minute offense. He's the only running back out there, as well as on the first two downs. You need one or two passes to probably hit 14 yards. Uh, if if McKissick gets all the receiving, he gets all the receiving. But I'll take my chances on Gibson ca- catching a couple passes and uh, picking up 14 yards. And then Austin Eckler, over 34.5 receiving yards. Might seem like a lot from a running back, but I think he's going to get at least 100 targets. Uh, he'll probably catch four, five, six balls, and I'll, I'll take my chances on him getting at least uh, six yards per catch. So, Okay. 
Um, Not all of them are out, so that's just like my first I don't have any player props. I just have touchdown scores. Do you you got props at all for Sunday? Um, I have a couple props and then touchdown scores. So my props, which not all of them are out, like you said, so I don't have exact yardage on these. But without even seeing yards, I already know. Um, Dalvin Cook, whatever his rushing yards is, I'm going over. Um, The Bengals' rush defense is atrocious. So Dalvin's going over on that. I'm sure it's going to be something like 94 and a half or yeah. somewhere around there. Don't worry about the so, number. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's over. I like that. Saquon, even without seeing the number. <laughs> yeah, Saquon. Un, I'm going under his rushing yards without even seeing it. Um, I don't know what they're going to set that line at, but I think the Broncos line and just defense in general is going to swallow him up. And I don't think the Giants are going to take the training wheels off Week One. So I mean, they're yeah. Who knows? He might be limited Again. snaps. I don't think they're going to. You know, they still are unsure. They haven't officially been like, oh, yeah. he's playing. They're yeah. saying he's on track. So, <laughs> My guess is going to be that that comes out at 64 and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still going under. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see Booker outrush in week one. Yeah. Um, and then I have uh, not any time touchdown scores, but if you can find somewhere, depending on where you're going through, um, if you can find a site or, you know, casino. one of the casino, yeah. one of the places – that is going to give you the option to bet um, multiple touchdowns scored. Um, these are two of my favorites, uh, and I don't have odds on them, but um, I think McCaffrey gets two touchdowns, and I think Devontae Adams gets two touchdowns. Both, both okay. will be multiple touchdown scores this week. And, yeah, those aren't, those aren't out, so we'll take a look at these. Um, obviously, we're, I like giving all these, picks. Yeah, we're giving these ones out right now. But uh, props is my fucking go-to. So I'm going to be giving out more props. We'll tweet out everything we officially bet, including props, touchdown scores, literally everything as we get there. But uh, that'll be like Saturday, Sunday. Look out for those. But not everything's out, so it's kind of tough to give these out on a Tuesday. But wanted to get this out before the first uh, game on Thursday. But there are some touchdown scores that I liked when I was looking. Um Doubling up on Najee Harris, plus 120. Steelers are going to try to run the ball and not pass the ball 45 times. I think Najee Harris can get in in the red zone. Um, Bobby might like this one. Kind of random, but Jamal Williams, plus 160. Uh, DeAndre Swift might not even play. Okay. Um, if If the Lions score, I'm going to place my trust in Jamal Williams and not Jared Goff. I think he can, he can snag a red zone touchdown. Um, Tyrod Taylor, plus 225. If someone's going to score on Houston, I think uh, it might be like a little option. Tyrod scramble. Exactly. Uh, and, and just sneaks in and gets it done. I, I don't want to place my bets on literally anyone else on that team. Um, a touchdown machine and very good receiver last year. Uh, and I think he'll be able to take advantage of the Seahawks linebackers is Naheem Hines, plus 240. Uh, he's the obvious third down back and receiving Ooh. guy. I think close to uh, halftime, maybe four-minute offense, he'll be out there. He'll get, he'll get a handful of carries, and he'll get a handful of targets. I, I can like see those scampering odds. In. Plus, Plus 240. Very good odds there. Um, Aaron Jones, minus 120. That's my only minus here, my favorite. Um, I think he run, He might even score two. Uh I think the Packers put up points with these. And then my last one, I don't know how it's plus 275. Jalen Hurts. Uh, I like that one, too. <laughs> he's their best weapon with uh, maybe Miles Sanders, but uh, do some option uh, option magic, get to the red zone. I like the Eagles to win and put up points. So uh, give me Jalen Hurts, plus 275. 
I might okay. have more. I might throw out four more. Actually, I will. I'll throw out four more and give out ten total touchdown scores uh, come the weekend. Uh, so okay. stay tuned to Twitter. Just so you guys know, uh, you guys are getting the parlays. You guys are getting the locks, the upsets, the, the our favorite picks and everything. Twitter's just getting kind of a glimpse at singles. They're getting stuff. our daily picks and yeah. stuff. You're, you're getting the, the bulk, what we like the most. Um. As for my touchdown scorers, like I mentioned, I have Dak Prescott at plus 335. I think that he could just scramble in for a touchdown, maybe hit his over rushing yards too. I really like that. Uh, 12, 12 and a half, half yards. yards. 12 and a half yards. Uh, my second one here, I got Michael Pittman. Touchdown? Yeah, touchdown scorer, plus 175 to score a touchdown. He's the number one target there now in Indianapolis. And then I got the touchdown machine last year, Robert Tanyan, at plus 150. I think that he might leave off. Or he, he might start <laughs> off right where he – Sam says I'm getting suckered. He might start off right where he left off. Um, plus 150 odds. He could be their target if it's not for De, uh, Devontae Adams. And then last one before I get to my long shot, I got David Montgomery, plus 175 odds. Uh, score a touchdown. If Chicago's going to score a touchdown, it's going to be him. Unless, really wanted Sam to be here for this one. Uh, my last one, kind of a long shot. If you think Chicago has a chance, it's going to be Chicago defense to score a touchdown. Plus 650. Fantastic Ooh. odds. A little bit of a long shot, but they have a good defense. If you think the Rams get off to a uh, bad start, Maybe yeah, I mean, uh, Eddie Jackson. Yeah, Eddie Jackson, um, Jalen Johnson, fucking uh, Khalil Mack gets a sack, pick uh, fumble six. That's could, not a that's for, for good the value, odds for the value. That's that good is, odds. That is not bad. That's not a bad. It's idea. Good odds for a good defense. So, yeah, that uh, I kind of like that one. I mean, for <laughs> for those odds, uh, what do you think, Sam? Bears, Bears defense, hear that? Uh, touchdown score, plus Bears, Bears defense. Uh, I'm out. I, well, you missed it. I said I, said I wouldn't uh, personally take it, but I said if you think the Bears are going to score, I would take the Bears defense or David Montgomery, and Bears defense is plus 650 to score, and they got Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson, Khalil Mack. Could happen, especially I'm, if you think the Rams offense comes if I'm out doing slow. De- if I'm doing a defense, I'm taking Rams defense. Yeah, but that's plus 350. Oh, yeah. I'm going for a long shot here. I think Bears defense actually has a chance to get, like, a pick six or something. I mean, okay. hey, who knows? Maybe maybe it's one of those things, you, you know, it's it's the Sunday night game, so you, you, decide, yeah, you decide where you're at going into Sunday night, and you're like, ah, screw it, I'm throwing 20 bucks on it. Yeah, it well, it's the all-spread podcast. We have fun here. Play but, some long shot. So uh, my touchdown scores, I'll, uh, I'll start with the ones that, uh, that odds are just, like, is it worth even going with? No, but is it a guarantee? Probably. Uh, Derrick Henry, minus 225. That's just, if you really want to risk that much to win that little, you go for it. But, I mean, death taxes and Derrick Henry touchdowns, so it's pretty much a lock. <laughs> and DJ LeMahieu with the runners in scoring position. And DJ LeMahieu with runners in scoring position. He's grinding in double plays if we're going into baseball. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey, anytime. Obviously, I touched on McCaffrey. He's going to get multiples. Um, those are both minus 190. Um, my ones that aren't uh, um, that ridiculous of odds, I like uh, Chris Carson to score. 
Uh, it's minus 105, so almost an even bet there. Okay. I like him in the end zone. And uh, Julio Jones, plus 150. Oh. Uh, first game in Nashville for Julio. Um, I think they're not going to force him the ball, but I think he gets in the end zone. So Didn't, he had, a, he had a lot of trouble. He had a lot of trouble scoring touchdowns in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, well. And some he, years he didn't have the weapons around him. I don't know the numbers last year. I know there was one year he like didn't score a touchdown until like week fourteen or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't last year. I'm trying to uh, piece together a parlay, but this fucking new thing. offense though. I can see it. Won't pull me up. Yeah, I just think uh, especially once you get in the red zone. I mean, you covering AJ Brown on a slant. You worrying about Henry getting the ball or? Right. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. Someone's gonna be open. <coughs> so you know, pick your poison. Right. I wanted to look out uh, Justin Jefferson. I don't know what it's going to be. I haven't seen any line for it. There, oh, okay, I was going to say I can find there out. There might be on. one out there. Um, let's pull up draft. We'll see what DraftKings has. Uh, Eli Apple is getting either Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen. I thought you were going to say touchdown score. <laughs> You've been an individual no, no, defensive no, no, no. player? <laughs> Eli Apple is getting the start for Cincy. What are um, the odds on that? He's getting Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen. I think Justin Jefferson might fucking blow past him here. It's probably going to be like minus 120, so I don't know if I'd be willing to actually place it, but just throwing that out there. Uh, Vikings are going to score. If you don't want to go with the obvious Dalvin Cook, let me, as I pull up DraftKings, see if maybe it's out there. Um, otherwise, we'll look more towards the weekend. Hey, I'm all for Justin Jefferson scoring a touchdown because I haven't been fancy. So. Yes, you are. Um... I actually liked him in out. fantasy. I it's was plus uh, hundred. I don't know. I mean, even money. Adam, you could go Adam Thielen at plus one twenty-five. I don't um, like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's worth a shot. I, Eli Apple's going to get burned by one of them. If you want to throw your eggs on Jamar Chase through Tyler Boyd at uh, plus two twenty-five, plus two forty, um, could go Vikings defense plus four hundred. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me at? Just saying. You, well, you like defense. I just like the long shot. It's a good defense. How Bears meant, defense was how good. How we mentioned multiple uh, touchdown scores, plus 1,200. I think that's solid value here. Uh, where did it go? Antonio Brown, plus 1,200 for multiple touchdowns. Or are you only Tom Brady for Thursday's game? Yes. Tom Brady does like to throw to one receiver. Or Gronk, to- plus 1,600. Uh, Tom Brady's personal favorites. Yeah. Um, he likes to pick one guy and throw to him the whole game. And, I mean, of course he's going to say this. Bruce Arians came out and said mm-hmm. A.B. looks like he did when he was prime breakout with the Steelers. Of course Arians is going to toot his horn, but. Yeah, I don't I, I don't buy that. I think I think A.B. might be the one to get a couple teddies. In it could game. be that, yeah. If you're going to go with a multiple touchdown yeah. score for the value, you go A-B there. Yeah, I mean, plus 1,200. I mean, C.D. Lamb's... He's going to get one of those red zone, or red zone, like, out routes just right at the pylon. Yeah. And then probably, you know, a deep post for, like, 30-yard yep. touchdown. Cause, yeah, because for this price, I'm not doing Evans at 550. No. Godwin at 650. Um, not doing Zeke at 450. Amari Cooper's a thousand. C.D. Lamb's a thousand. See, and AB might. You're be... picking two touchdown scores. You gotta have yeah. good odds. I mean, yeah. that's... at that point, I'm shooting for ten to one, and I think Antonio Brown is the best uh, case there. Yeah, AB could have one of those games where I think you predicted his stat line for like five catches, sixty yards, and he, he could, could do five catches, sixty yeah. yards, two touchdowns. Exactly, both in the red zone. Yeah. Well, shit. So. Long episode, hour 45. Sorry about the length, but I mean, not actually. 
Uh, we had a shit ton to go through, a lot to talk about. Uh, hit on our fantasy, hit on every single game. Howie and I picked the same, so it's either going to go really bad or really good here. So stay tuned for that. Howie actually has season long. We gave him out, so we'll let Howie hit his season longs and futures, and then we'll wrap it up and uh, get the hell out of here. All right, so uh, I'll just go over my uh, – you want these uh, season predictions for divisions and all that fun yeah, stuff? Yeah, give yeah. out everything you got give season long. We all gave right. everything. So so uh, season predictions, we'll just go uh, by the divisions here. Uh, AFC, I got uh, Bills in the east, Ravens in the north. I know earlier we talked about uh, me. Kept, I kept saying I was with you guys on Browns winning the north. I actually had it flipped. I had the Ravens winning the north. Um, Browns getting a wild card. Uh, Titans win the South, Chiefs win the West, um, wild cards, Chargers, Browns, and for some stupid reason, I have the Colts <clears throat> still still getting in the playoffs. I just think their defense does does enough, yeah. You know, and I couldn't vouch for any of those other teams. I don't think the Patriots do it, even though they're kind of a hot pick right now to make that seven spot. I don't like the Dolphins to make the playoffs, so I'm going to go with the Colts just based on defense and Carson Wentz maybe finding his form a little bit with Frank Reich, but. Uh, NFC, the Washington football team repeats in the East. Yep. Um, Packers in the North, Bucks in the South, Rams in the West. I got Seahawks, Niners, and Vikings. That was, my, that was my original wild cards, but I flipped to the Cardinals. Or the uh, Panthers. So, uh, AFC Championship game. Um, my homerism is coming in big here. Titans over Chiefs. And then uh, I got Rams over Packers in the NFC title game. And then rematch of Super Bowl 34. Titans do not get stopped one yard short this time. I got Titans defeating the Rams in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm hoping and praying, obviously, for that because of my fandom, but also... I mean, Homer picks, but I could actually see it. Right. I mean, with all the weapons, I think their defense fixes things this year. Um, so that'll actually take me into my futures picks. Titans are at plus 3,000 to win the Super Bowl. Odds. That's incredible. Um, so I'm going there. Uh, I also like Packers plus 1,200 and Rams plus 1,200. Those I do are, have the Rams. Those are both uh, good. Um, NFC team to be the number one seed. Packers are plus 800. Damn. I just feel like that's a lock. Yeah, Rodgers has so much to prove again, and then, I just think he's going to... Yeah, then Tampa or L.A. I don't think it'll be L.A. because the NFC West is so yeah. overpowered. And I don't see Tampa doing it. I mean, I mean No, I, I just don't think Tampa's going to be one of those teams that I like rolls that. through it. Plus 800, too? That's incredible value. Yeah, plus 800 to be the one seed. Yeah, that's I mean, incredible value. I just think that's a, that's basically a lock. Um, MVP, Rodgers to repeat is plus 1,000. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's... I did see that before I started. Uh, it's not before we started here. It's okay odds, but I mean, repeating as MVP is tough. Um, I do think he balls out this year just with all the nonsense going on. Uh, look out for Justin Herbert though, plus two thousand to win MVP. I already placed one. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Um, the other ones I'm taking, I mentioned it earlier. Joe Burrow, comeback player of the year, plus seven hundred, hammering that. Um, there's so many injuries last year that so many guys could win comeback player of the year. Uh, McCaffrey's plus 800, so if he balls out, look for him. Dak. 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 But he's Saquon. the overall favorite. Saquon, yeah. yeah. Um, James Winston. <laughs> yeah, my offensive rookie of the year is not going to start the whole year, but Justin Fields at plus 750. Shit. He takes over and wins it. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. I'm going Jamin Davis at plus 900. I like it. I got Jalen Phillips, but. 
I okay. can see Jamin Davis. Uh, coach of the year. This one is... Uh, I have three written down. I just mentioned Staley's the favorite earlier at plus 1,000. So, like, Vegas is feeling like the Chargers are going to have a solid year. Yeah. Maybe, you know, probably make the playoffs. Um, the one I'm actually going to bet is Ron Rivera, plus 2,000. Ooh. To win the coach of the year. Okay. So, 11 6, 12. If they, they can easily yeah. go 11 6. I mean, they win the division for a second straight year. I think a three, not a four. I think to the voters, that's going to be more impressive than like Lafleur with with Packers. Yeah. You expect that from the Packers team. And Rodgers will get more credit than Lafleur anyway. So yeah, um, these ones are kind of interesting ones that I just wrote down. Um, first NFL coach to be fired. Well, it's actually first NFL coach to leave his position. So if uh, Urban Meyer decides he wants to have another heart attack and just bow out himself, he can. Uh, <laughs> that counts. But I'm going with being fired. Uh, Matt Nagy, plus 700. I like it. Or Vic okay. Fangio at plus 900. Those are, yeah. Okay. So, I, I mean, I like those. It's an interesting bet that I think is, really worth, is. worth dabbling in. Um, it's a Nagy proofage year. Right. And uh, the only, I mean, there's so many for individual stats that I'm only um, dabbling in a couple, but... Jalen Hurts over 20 and a half regular season touchdowns. Total? Total. 20 and a half. Dude, you could have 25 and 10. Right. So, I mean, it's it's minus 115 odds, but it's just like, why? 115? Yeah. Oh, that. So it, that's straight odds. Yeah, it's a, yeah straight a little, odds. So. A little over straight, but at that point. Yeah. Um, now, this one is. Uh, Close enough. Right. Might as well be. This one is one that obviously no one has ever done it. Repeated as a 2,000-yard rusher. You give him an extra game, <laughs> does Derrick Henry run for 2,000 again? Do you have do you have odds that, that yeah. he runs for it? Oh, fuck. Derrick Henry to run for 2,000 yards again, plus 700. Oh, well, shit. Dude. He ran for, I don't even remember the exact total now. 2,077, 2,066, something, something like, like that. that. The single-season record. another game. So, plus 700 to run for 2K again. The single-season record is 2,160. If he breaks that, the odds of Derrick Henry breaking the single season rushing record are plus fourteen hundred. At that point, if you're gonna bet, if you're gonna bet the two thousand, you might as well. If he goes for the uh, the third straight year, they might as well try to get him. If he's close, they might as well try to get him to get the record. Right, and it it would it would be him leading the league in rushing three straight years, and him running for two thousand two straight years. Well, then I was gonna say you can hedge that he just leads the league in rushing. Right. Damn. So I actually, if I'm going to take it, which I probably will because I'm a homer, um, I'm going with the Derrick Henry to break the record, plus 1,400. And then what is he to win the rushing title? I know I'm not going him to win the MVP because it's a quarterback award, but we'll uh, leave that alone. Yeah, we learned that last we year. Learned he won't we'll, win it. we'll leave it alone. <laughs> so, yeah, you could – you can do that and then sprinkle around plus 350, plus 400 to lead the league in rushing in case he doesn't quite hit yeah. 2,000. I mean, that's where, I mean, if you're, you're hedging with plus 350 with odds that you think are absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, the if ins- he plays 17 games, he's going to lead the league in rushing. Right. My only fear is that they're flirting with like the one or two seed and they rest in week 17 or week 18 in this case now. But fuck, so, we all saw last year he was so far ahead. Right. I mean, yeah, as far as leading the league and rushing, I'm talking about, like, 
breaking the record. Yeah. If he's because if you look like if you think about it, it could be Dalvin Cook or like maybe Nick Chubb. Let's say he's like 80, 80 yards away from the record. He's, he's already he's and but they're they're locked into the one seat. Do you think that they play him absolutely to get they, that absolutely they, and they, then take him out if he does. They'll give they'll yeah. they'll give take him, him out one yard. Fifteen over. carries yeah. in yeah. the first half and they'll ride he's yeah out. they'll ride him until he gets it and then they'll yeah. take him out. But absolutely yeah. The fun thing for me you gotta look, let him try right. The fun they thing for me knew. looking at it from his rushing is in four games. Two against the Texans, two against the Jags. You can almost count for like, That's like 600, 600 yards. plus yeah. yards yeah. in four games. Yep. Because of those two terrible defenses. And you know he's going to have a couple 220, 240 games. Right. So just that's 1,000 yards alone. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to, to see. Um, so. What's his rush prop? Like to- season-long yards. Season long yards. I did not write that down. I did just write down. Let's his, search uh, it. I'm gonna pull it up. His 2,000 yards. I don't see a scenario where he gets under 1,800. You know what? At, now that you say it, I think it was 1,550. Throw your fucking mortgage on it. Yeah, 1,550 was his over under season rushing yards. That's definitely because they got Julio because lower because of that and because well, back to back years carrying the load. Gosh, I wish I had the stat right now. Um, the like the most rushing yards after a two thousand yard season. I can't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was like sixteen hundred. After a two thousand yards. Yeah. No. No running back that has run for two thousand yards, and then there's only been eight of them. One thousand five hundred fifty-five and a half, and that's plus a hundred over. I don't see a scenario where he gets under eighteen hundred. Unless he gets hurt. Yeah, which Derrick Henry is an absolute outlier for getting... He's just a fucking tank. We're just going to keep knocking yeah. that wood. So, <laughs> if... Honestly, if he plays all 18 games, he's getting 1,800 yards. So, I would hammer that over. And I just saw another one that I loved. Um, Dalvin Cooks is 1,375. If he's healthy, that hits. What's that on that? That is minus 115, so basically straight. Yeah. Chris Carson, 1,000 and a half, plus 100 on the over. Um, and where was it? Aaron Jones, uh, a thousand fifty and a half. If he's healthy, he's hitting thirteen hundred yards. I I think they're kind of overestimating some of these things here. There wasn't a lot of thousand yard rushers last year, but Derrick Henry there, I he's hitting eighteen hundred. Yeah, he's yeah. got. I him. mean, <laughs> I don't think how would he not? I don't know. Derrick Henry rolls out of bed and rushes for one hundred fifty. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. Fuck. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's 11.75 and a half. Um, let's see. Didn't a, a team like... Miles Sanders is 1,000 and Didn't a, a team last year, they like, quote, shut him down and he rushed for like 95 or something? Uh, the Packers were, he... The Packers broke his streak of 100-yard games and that was in that snowball when we got the Titans yeah, beat by like... Fucking a thousand. Yeah, it was like they two three they scores shut, and they yeah it was it was, it was like they shut down Derrick Henry, but he yeah. almost rushed for a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> Najee Harris totals nine ninety and a half. I think it was like ninety six yards. Yeah, and they said they shut him down, but it's like, I mean, you got into a position in a game in a blizzard that you would ideally think like, oh, this game is perfect for a guy like Derrick Henry. Well, 
you have to throw in the fact that you're facing Aaron Rodgers on the other side and you're down by two, three scores in a hurry. Right. Yeah. So then you have to throw even when you don't want to. Speaking of 2,000-yard rushers, Dalvin Cook, plus 2,500. Plus 2,500 for Dalvin to rush for 2,000? Yes. Wow. I just am worried. I don't know if he'll play all uh, eight, 17 games. 17 games, yeah. Yes. Um, I just don't know. 18 weeks, 17 he's games. Hard, he's had durability issues. His prop total was, what did I say it was, 1375? Yeah. 30, yeah, 1375. I like that. I wouldn't I wouldn't even, even though the odds are outstanding, I wouldn't mess with it for him 3, to rush for 2,000, I just think. I don't think he has enough games where he rushes for 200 yards because that's what it takes. Right. It takes those massive. You're going to need two or three 200-yard games at yeah. least. It takes those massive games where you run for 200-plus to get that 2,000-yard mark. And he's going to give you that against the Packers once for certain because he just balls out. But also, when Cook balls out like that, he's catching a lot of passes. True. So that's just total yards. That's totally. Yards. No, I'm thinking. Of, don't Derrick be Henry's the truth. Don't be shocked if Derrick Henry has 1,200 yards by week 10. Derrick Henry is one of the the, the last true like running backs that only run that we have. I mean, they he honestly will, I'd expect that actually. Twelve hundred yards by week ten. He he will fucking rush a hundred yards ever. I mean, like how he said he will wait uh, roll out of bed and rush for one hundred fifty. That is rare that we have that anymore. I mean, we have to appreciate this while we have it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's rare just in this day and age of football that you get teams running the ball like that. Yeah. I mean, which, of course, we saw last year that it's not all, you know, contrary to popular belief for the casual fans, it's not all fucking Derrick Henry for y'all yeah, casual fans so, who want to talk shit. I but, feel like to watch the games, it's so fun to watch him just fucking, like, stiff arm and fucking, like, just throw people off of him. It's so awesome to watch. Yeah. But, I saw his high school stats. Imagine, like, being in Algebra 2. And then, like, Friday night, you got to go try to tackle Derek right. Kenny. He had 1,300 carries in high school. That's fucking criminal. i got to go with shit on yeah. for yeah. three hours. <laughs> i got to fucking test an algebra fourth block, and then i got to get stiff-armed by Henry in two hours after that. Fucking 6'3", 250 in high school. My God. Only player ever to rush for 2,000 yards in high school, college, and the NFL. Wow. Hot damn. Wow. He had, like, 80 touchdowns in high school. Something no, stupid. even more. He had 1,300 carries. I did see that. Yeah. I mean, he was averaging like 30-plus carries a game. There was one game I saw his, that stat line. Probably the same one you were looking at. There was a game he had 50-plus carries yeah. in a game. Like, like 400 yards. Imagine being that. And that's, ten, like 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. That's the shit that like high school football sitcoms or movies are made of where the coach just rides one player until right. they fucking break. He's but. still going, though. Nick Saban. Yeah. And then, yeah, goes to Alabama. Nick Saban uses his fucking running backs in college. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I'm not. He didn't run him into the ground, too. I mean, he's still going. I mean, he tried to, but it's <laughs> Bill different. He's an outlier. Built different. And Mark Ingram's still in the league, but he's been kind of like in a dual set for R.I.P. the Trent last Richardson. few years. Trent Richardson <laughs> was a bust. Ouch. Uh, Josh Jacobs hasn't. He's fine, but. You know who really disappointed me since we're on the topic of Alabama running backs, and I know this fucking pod is getting extremely long, and now we're just rambling. But you know who disappointed me that I thought was going to be like the next big Bo Scarborough? Me too. Oh, yeah. I thought thought he'd be like what Derek Henry is. When he got brought back to the Lions, I was like, oh, watch out for him. Yeah. I thought he'd be kind of what, like, Derek Henry. Not exactly Derek Henry, but. I thought he was going to be. Like, early years Derek Henry, first couple years. Yeah. I thought he was going to be feasible. Yeah. But no, 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 he's not even in the league. Well, fuck. Damn. Well, 
we uh, just about hit two hours, but you know it's NFL Week One. There's so much to talk about. Uh, we obviously had a guest with with his picks as well, so three guys instead of two. We hit on our fantasy. Honestly, this felt like the most smooth episode that we've ever had. We just talked football for two hours now. Uh, went through smoothly. Who's your lock before we get Ooh, down? Oh, I don't know. Fuck the lock. I was just about to mention a couple times I uh, forgot if we were even recording a minute. We were just kind of shooting the shit, you know? For an hour? Yeah. Let me uh, find Bobby's my lock pull here. Up a lock. Sam, you said your lock was the Rams, right? Minus seven and a half? It is. And, and I kind of want to go Ravens instead, but I'm, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to my guns. I think Rams win by double, double digits, so sticking to the Rams. If it's worth anything, my lock in college hit. I'm going to go with the old trusty, the one I had from day one, the Broncos. Not the uh, pretty pick, but Broncos cover minus three against the Giants. Okay. Could have gone more pretty, but, you know, going with what I had from day one. Fair enough. Um, just glancing down of my uh, my parlay of the week that I wrote down, and I'm going to pick my lock from that. Um, you know what? I'm going Chargers. Minus one is my Ooh, lock. It's okay. The, it's the closest line. <laughs> it's just... never. You don't really know what to think. You don't know what yeah. to think on it. I know uh, Bobby differed. Bobby went with, yes, went I did. with the Washington football team. But uh, that's my lock. Chargers, Chargers win it. Okay. Okay. Well, fuck. Might as well sprinkle on three locks together. If, yeah, if it does mean anything, I had a really good college week again, and my lock hit, and Bobby's didn't, so take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. My lock was the one that you had your most, uh, most, what, fucking, uh, what's the word here, in investment in? I mean, yeah, I, di- I diversified. Sam with, had with most three. confidence. Sam I, had the most confidence in my lock. I wouldn't say most confidence. I would just say I diversified, and they fucked me at eight and a half, fifteen and a half, and money line. We'll go with that. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. All right, I had all missed. They rolled. So, uh, but our this is episode thirty-eight, episode thirty-nine, NCAA week two. We are going to record in the halftime of the Cowboys Bucks game. So you can do a little bit of live commentary and then uh, give out our college episode that will probably come out Friday morning. It's just enough time for you all to listen yep. for a day or so. And we'll have that out. Uh, look out for, we'll tweet picks for our games with what we actually bet tomorrow. Again, you guys get the parlays, the locks, all the picks, everything, what we think about, everything, uh, player props, all that good shit. Twitter just gets what we bet, the singles. So... Uh, if you've made it for two hours and two minutes, fucking shout out to you. Special you, thanks to Howie. True fans. But yeah, special if you want to give the Howie. peace at the end. Hey, it was uh, good being back on with the boys and uh, hope to be on throughout the NFL season. and 100%. You know, spread some more of my of my picks, my homerism a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was a good pod. Glad to be on. And uh, hey, pick all 16 games with me and Sam. Exactly. <laughs> you right. got it right at this point. All right, we're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.